Alright, welcome back to episode 5 of Completely Pointless Guys. Today you got your regulars again with you. I'm Jeremy, and joining me today is... Nicholas. And I'm Brandon. So, we were uh, about to get into this again. We need to stop getting together before the podcast, because then we start actually talking about shit <laughs> that we could use in the podcast. But Nicholas brought it up um, about video game music and how he hates it and uh, he thinks everyone that makes video game music should die. Care to elaborate? Not at all what I said. I said, am I the only guy who gets annoyed by video game music? I mean, like, I will, like, I just, I'm sure I'm not, but, like, right now I'm playing No Man's Sky and I just turn the music all the way off because, like, especially in sandbox games, it's just, like, the same, uh, like, track on repeat and, oh, man. It wears oh, yeah. me so, out. Sand get sandbox games, I completely agree with you because they usually play like five or six tracks over and over and over again. Yeah, I, th- but, I think if you're thinking of like big procedural sandboxes, because like if you're just talking like big open world games, that, some of those have really good soundtracks. Even then, oh, like Skyrim and stuff like that. Like yeah. I've, I've put so many hours into those games. Oh man, the music just starts to just wear on me, grind me down. Yeah. See, at that point, I think it's just because you've been you know, exposed to it for so long. Like, Skyrim's oh, soundtrack yeah. is amazing. It is so good. Now, when you're listening to it for 2,000 hours, yeah, it gets a little repetitive. Even then, man, it's like uh, Terraria is probably the biggest one for me that did that, that really started that whole thing for me, because I have like. 800 hours in Terraria, and for those who don't know, Terraria is like a side-scroller uh, Minecraft kind of deal, but there's more like bosses, and it's it's actually way more in-depth than Minecraft is, in my opinion. Um, yeah. But the soundtrack is all like 8-bit music, so it'll just sit there and play the same like 5 to 6, maybe more, it's probably more, but they all sound so similar. Yeah. Uh, it starts to, it just starts to, you know, really tear at my ears after a while. I'm like, oh my god, I'm really getting wore out of this, so I'll just turn the music off. But I think the problem might be is just the lack of variety and maybe, like, um, different, like, art styles of music. Yeah, sure. And especially, like, 8-bit. I feel like 8-bit, more so than others, is it just gets really repetitive because it's a very specific type of music that is, you know... Not very it's intricate. Hardware I guess limited. I no, yeah. yeah, it's it's not very. I mean, I'm sure you can do a lot with it, but I mean, the like skill ceiling for it, I assume, is kind of low. Super high. But, but to get that, to get limited. there, it takes like, a lot of like creative yeah. thought. You know, it's one really of those where it. it's very simple, but if it if you're good at it, it can be good, like really good, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, because I always always make the argument that I think video game music and soundtracks in general is almost more important than in most video games than the visuals. Because, like, even if you get into, like, movies or cutscenes, if you just watch those with no sound in them whatsoever or no, you know, music in them, they just seem boring and kind of lame. But if you have a good soundtrack, even a completely useless uh, like cutscene can make you cry because it's so good. I agree with that, yeah. 
And it it all depends on the type of game because it's a game you're spending hours and hours just like Minecraft's a good example because every biome has pretty much one song. (laughs) Yeah. And so if you're in the desert getting fucking an entire fucking inventory worth of sand, it's going to take you a while. And so you're just going to hear that same track over and over and over and over. (laughs) So it, it is one of those deals where if if I'm playing a game like that, Minecraft, Terraria, Ark, I'm going to have the music off in the game and a music source of my own playing in the background because yeah. I want that variety and I want it to be enjoyable what I'm listening to. But yeah, then... Go ahead. I've got the uh, like Jeremy's side of the argument of the music make some games because Halo, the time like music doesn't play for a lot of the game, but when music kicks in, you know it's going to be a badass moment because you've got this fucking theme track going behind you. Yeah, and it's always like it it's fast paced, so it drives you forward and gets you pumped up, and you feel the adrenaline. But then, like, uh, so at the, right now I'm playing Deathloop, because it's a great game, and the soundtrack in it is phenomenal. And it does one of the best jobs of swapping between battle music and just, like, ambient. nothing. Yeah, like, ambient music, I guess is the best term for it. Because, like, you'll just be walking around, and it's kind of like a stealth-based game, and, you know, nothing's really going on, nothing's really happening, and then all of a sudden it starts to pick up a little bit, and you're like... Uh, what's what's going on? What's happening? And you're so you start like panicking and start looking around. You're like, hold on, why is what's why is the music freaking out? What's going on? Who's who's attacking me? And then just like uh, the one of the assassin ladies that chases you around just comes sprinting from around a corner, unloading into your face with a shotgun, and it's just a great <laughs> experience. Sounds amazing. But even like and the and the music does a good job of setting that up because. It goes from tranquil, you're just kind of walking around to what the fuck is going on. Yeah, it like <laughs> builds the tension of the of the situation. Just the classic, uh, oh fuck, boss music. Yeah. <laughs> but even then, when it's done poorly, it's very off-putting because, like, you'll be. Uh, You'll be walking around in a game, and suddenly the battle music starts playing. Like, Ark. Ark Skyrim. does this all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, or the battle music around. starts playing, and you're like, oh, no, oh, where am I being attacked from? And so then you're freaking out, looking around, doing all this shit, but it's a and total it's a false alarm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a copy. It's one copy. And it's like, one did, copy. I, did I need all that stress for one copy? <laughs> yes. but, but that's also the argument of if you just turn that music off and then you don't hear that and you're not freaked out. Well, I'm kind of weird in the fact that I like to play uh, open world and sandbox games totally silent. Unless it's like Skyrim or something like that. Like RPG games are a little different, but like sandbox games for the vast majority, I just turn the music completely off and we'll just play in silence. See, I don't play in silence. I'll usually, like Brandon was saying, listen to my own music. I'm trying to think of 
game Even that my I... own music I get tired of. Maybe it's oh. just my... Maybe I just have a deal with music in general. <laughs> maybe. I, the last game I probably um, swapped off the music was uh, Last Ark. Last Ark. Lost Ark, which is that new MMO that just released. And MMOs are so bad at music. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Their music is always terrible and repetitive. And again, you're listening to it for 30 hours, so it just grates on the ears. Yep. But kind of like on the flip side of boring you out, like great music. So the example I'll use only because I know Brandon will relate to it is Death Stranding. The music in that game is phenomenal, and it'll. I just didn't want to talk about it again. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, like you'll be walking through, and the whole game is just you slowly walking through this beautiful landscape, and you're like kind of bored, kind of out of it, you know, just cruising along. Most, mostly in silence. Yeah, mostly in silence, and then all of a sudden you hear like some some background music start welling up, and then it plays one of the like low roar songs, and then you're you immediately go from being bored and set or bored and nothing going on to just being sad and <laughs> you're like man Aww. i i just i feel so, i feel something right now and i don't know why nothing's going on nothing's changed but the music is like making you feel that way it's such a like it's so infused with a specific mood but they're a great band i fucking love them oh yeah and that's one of those bands that i heard the I think that what is it? Uh, just the first one that plays. Is it "Don't Be So Serious"? I think it's "Don't Be So Serious." Don't be so serious, or I'll keep coming. Yeah, one of those plays. I think once you get out of like the tutorial region, or when you're yeah. you're taking BB to the to the to the incinerator. One Either of way, the two. I heard that song, and I was like, "Oh, you know, that sounds kind of interesting." I'm not really about it. And then I kept going, and they kept playing more of the songs, and they kept like layering it on to whatever you're having these emotional moments. And now that's one of my most listened to bands of like the past three years. Yep. I've been kind of distracted. Which band are y'all talking about? <laughs> uh, Low Roar. They did. Low they, Roar. I've never even heard of them. I'd never heard of them until Death Stranding, and they put a lot of their music in it. Like, I think they released a whole album and that whole album is in the game. Yeah. yeah like, the, the game soundtrack is really phenomenal in my opinion. It is. I mean, it it's is. just ridiculous. It's like Halo. Dude, it, Halo it, such a, a like, uh, staple for oh, yeah. game soundtrack. And, and that's why I brought it up because they're, like, especially in 1, 2, 3, and Reach. They were extremely oh, man, yeah. good at putting the music in at extremely pivotal points. So it's not just like, oh, this starts playing out of nowhere. It's like, this specific thing happens, and you're already feeling this type of way, and they just reinforce it with a song. Like, my biggest, like, the, the biggest point of that for me is in Halo 2... They actually use a Breaking Benjamin song. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the like the that. point they put it in, you I think like fighting a scarab or something, something big, and just hard rock music starts playing, and you're like, "Holy <laughs> fuck! Yes, Let's fucking this go! Is, this is what this game is supposed to be." 
Oh yeah, feeling like a badass, basically. And then the other good example of that is Doom. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, oh, in Nick, Doom. Nick Gordon does a phenomenal job. Yeah, he does. I don't think yeah. isn't doesn't Bethesda not working with him anymore? Yeah, because they was he the one that they like didn't pay, and then like tried to release a bunch of his audio tracks, but they like put some weird compression on it so it sounds a lot worse than it actually does. And I don't know. There's a whole bunch of drama going on. He's like, yeah, I'm not working with them anymore. So, I don't know because I don't think he did the soundtrack for Eternal, did he? Uh, yes and no, because they reused a lot of the first Doom's music in Eternal. Oh, okay, makes sense because it was so good. I mean, yeah, you just know. Awesome. When that fucking when the track starts, you're like, I'm about to do something fucking badass, right? You're I can't like, remember. I think he used a nine a nine string guitar. For the Doom soundtrack, I can believe that. Yeah, I can't remember. It's, it's something ridiculous. Is it like an eight or nine string? Because the uh, it's so low, the pitch is so low. Yeah, that he needed the extra string, and so he went out and got one of those. I suppose. Mm. Yeah, but that, yeah, that's, cool that's just part. one of those soundtracks, and it's like whenever you talk about phenomenal games, the soundtrack is always like, man, that game is great. The soundtrack is awesome. <laughs> Like they True. they almost go hand in hand because I feel like it, it the music just really adds a whole big part into the game. Hundred percent, I agree. Yeah, it just depends on the certain on the type of game, I suppose, right? Yeah. yeah. But even like like Minecraft, like you were saying earlier, like yeah, the music is really repetitive, and but it's good music. It's good music. Like if it's you just go listen to it good in a while. Music. It's like damn. Minecraft does have really good music, and so does Terraria. But just like sitting there playing it for as many hours as I have, I'm just sitting there like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, because like one of the way, one of the places that a good soundtrack really shines is um, like during a, a confined, small single-player game. So, Hellblade. That soundtrack is so good, and I have it. I have just a. Uh, Spotify playlist of a bunch of video game soundtracks I listen to all the time, and every mm-hmm. time I ha- there's like a boss, the final boss fight music in it, and any time that song starts playing, I have to stop it and go to the next, like the next song, <laughs> because I'm like I don't want to be depressed right now because the song brings back so many just sad feelings. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, video games can get you up in your feels too. I I think I finally remembered the name of the dude that composed all of the music, like, made all the music choices for Death Stranding. I think it was Ludwig Forsell? Or Forsen? Forsell? Something like that. Forskin? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ludwig (laughs) Forsen. But he... Good music. Great music. Yeah. Because I think he composed all the original tracks, and then they made the creative decision with to go with low roar and Jesus Christ, that was a great decision. Mm-hmm. Just fits so well with the like the atmosphere of the game. Oh yeah, I, I haven't even played it. And I I think it's I mean it's just the soundtrack for that game really helps it a lot. So good. Because for me, I really it. like the game. It looks like it'd be really boring for me. The soundtrack the soundtrack makes it really enjoyable to watch. Say that. And I can never just put on a playlist of freaking. Death Stranding music because it'll always play freaking BB's theme and it makes me cry. 
Yeah. <laughs> Every fucking time I listen to that song, it makes me cry. Even the instrumental one makes me cry. Because like it's so just good. Remember the words. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, like, even... There's even, like, an instance where reusing the music and making it repetitive can have, like, a big impact, at least for me. Uh, what I'm, the thing, example I'm thinking of is Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed has reused a variation of its original opening theme song in every single game. And every single game, I fucking love it, and it makes me so happy when it starts playing. <laughs> That's actually really cool, I didn't know that. It's so good. I mean, it's you probably would recognize the tune if you heard it, and I'm oh yeah, for sure. Blanking so hard on how it goes right now, but it's it's that one, and then the Ezio's family, which is it plays during the second game. That is just it's so good. And out of the you know 50 Assassin's Creed games I've played, when that title screen, that late title card hits, and that music starts playing in the background, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Altair, don't leave me! <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I think it's just oh, so important, and but also can be totally not important in the slightest. Yeah. I just... Uh, I, I'm a very uh, easily irritated person by music. Oh, yeah. Usually. I, I completely understand that. Because, like, for the most part, I've had to stop listening to music at work. Because it bothers me. Right. Like, like I, I'll, be, I'll be working and it's like music is like I'm in a frustrated mood or something and the music just is not helping. It's making it worse. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've pretty much solely listened to podcasts at work for like the last year because I try and start listening to music and I'm like, this is too much for my brain to handle right now. <laughs> I'm just going to throw on a podcast and just have voices in my head instead of <laughs> all the music or all the fucking instruments and all that shit. Cause it just, I don't know. I guess it's sensory issues or something, but see, I'm the yeah, exact opposite where if I am listening to podcasts while I'm working, then I, I feel like I'm missing information. And so then I like, I'll tune out of the conversation. I'll tune back in and be like, wait, hold on. What are they doing? What were they talking about? And I'll have to go back and like re-listen to kind of like, you know, when you're reading, you do the same shit, reading through a paragraph. You're like, I didn't comprehend any of that. I got to go back real quick. Then I have like 15 different Spotify playlists for the different moods I'm in. And so like, like, I'll have just like, I have a bunch of like lo-fi stuff for when I'm just, you know, doing some real small tedious work and I just need something smooth in the background. I have like freaking death metal for when I need to get something done. And <laughs> so I just like have all these bottom these playlists I use to like uh like almost change my my personality for the day <laughs> depending on what I need. That's funny cuz like music usually doesn't affect my mood. But I will listen to music depending on how I'm feeling. So, like, if I'm pissed off, I'll listen to something really heavy. And if I'm just trying to, like, chill, you know, I'll listen to something a little more relaxed. And if I'm trying to just have fun or party, you know, it's, it's, it's whatever vibe I'm feeling. Yeah. yeah I don't know. If I'm driving, like, if I'm taking a trip, I 100% cannot listen to music. I don't know what it is about it, but... 
it, it bothered, like not like driving here to there because like that's fine like if i'm driving in town music's fine okay but if i'm like driving more than like 30 minutes straight i'm like i can't i can't deal with music that long so i have to put on a podcast just imagine you sitting there driving silently for three hours straight. No, I, I can't drive silent either. <laughs> it's pretty much a podcast or I just, I've been silent long enough for me to just find a different podcast. You, you ever listen to any audiobooks? I can't do uh, audiobooks. Oh God, they irritate me. <laughs> I I have in the past, but I haven't for a long time. I just hate hearing that people read to me. I'm like, yeah, they always want to tell them to shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's even like... that. I mean, it's just like their voice. Like a lot of times, they'll add accents or like try and like role play as the person who's talking. And I'm like, yeah, please don't do that. Please don't yeah. do that. It's just. Now I feel like you're insulting fuck. me as a DM. <laughs> well, no, that's well, that's different. different. That's, that's different. different. Right, like you're you're playing a character. Whenever you're just reading a book to somebody, you don't you know it's, yeah. it's a little weird whenever they start. Acting like the, you're talking a certain different way to portray the character. They're just because like, they're always like talking dry, and mm-hmm. then it's like, and she said, "Pip pip cheerio, governor." <laughs> yeah, and go yeah, back like to dry. dry ass motherfucker talking, reading, and then they put on this weird accent. I'm like, what the fuck? It just and it's like because it's always it's never like subtle. It's always a 100 percent switch. Uh huh. Because they'll go from zero to just the fucking kookiest accent. I'm like, you just, you just off, man. This ain't it. You can't do that. Just read me the goddamn book. I mean, I, I have definitely heard some where, like you're saying, it's like an old man reading in his deep, gruff old man voice. And then he starts reading, like, the lines of some little girl. And he's like, and I want to go to the party. And I'm just like, fuck you. It's <laughs> like, ah, you just made me cringe without <laughs> yeah. even seeing your face. Like, I don't need to see you right now to know that was just some bullshit. All right. I was driving and my entire body just locked up and I steered into a wall. Thank you, <laughs> sir. <laughs> See, y'all, y'all say this, but I'm the exact opposite. Where I, I just listen to music while I drive, and it's usually like, you know, more upbeat stuff that I can sing to, so I can just act like a complete idiot in my truck while I'm driving off into the distance, just singing like a moron. <laughs> That's one thing, though, dude. Finding finding songs I can sing to. Oh yeah, it's nice. Oh yeah, it's never good singing either. <laughs> Hey man, no, I have it's a always just... singing voice. All right. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> That's what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> I love the sound of my own singing. Oh, I don't. Dear God, no. <laughs> what about what do you? How do you guys? This is a really interesting one because I worked with a guy who did this all the fucking time. Wore me out so bad. How do you guys feel about people who will just shamelessly sing in front of anybody and at any time, and and they do it like way too much? Uh, it depends. There's some people that you can tell they're trying hard. Like they're 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 like putting inflection in it and getting vibrato and like hitting the different notes, you know. It's it's obvious they're trying to show off. It's just like the Well, not even like showing off, just somebody who will sing all the time no matter where they're at or what they're doing. So I I kind of do that. Honestly. <laughs> 
I worked with a, I worked with a guy. He's a Brazilian, uh, and that dude would sing all day long at work, and I wanted to rip my ears off because I'm just <laughs> I'm so fucking tired of hearing him sing. Like I, he wasn't a bad singer or anything, and he he didn't sing like annoying songs. I'm just he would do it every fucking day, all day long. I'm like, okay, you're killing me with that shit. <laughs> Yeah, now see, I'm constantly humming or or whistling or singing while I'm working, especially if it's like something repetitive that I'm just not trying to think about. I'm just in my own world. Right, but if somebody else comes around, do you continue singing? Uh, I usually like won't keep them? singing, but I I am very bad about whistling and not even noticing. Like I whistle all the time, and half the time my one of the guys I work with, he'd be like, oh, is that, you know, blah, blah song? And I'm like, was I whistling? Sure. And no, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Never heard of that song in my life. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can't, I can't do it. Just, that one, that one guy. Oh my God. I, know, I just wanted think, to kill myself. I just think music is so important. Totally is. But like, I, I'm always worried because I like to sing a lot too. So like at work, I'll sing and I'll, I'll have my fun, but as soon as somebody else comes around, I get really self-conscious about being annoying. So I just shut up and, you know, let them do their thing around me without them having to hear me sing. Because, you know, I'm, I don't claim to be have a beautiful voice to anybody oh, yeah, else. You know? <laughs> so I don't well, want to be that, that guy. I think one of the reasons that I find just music so important is, uh, you know, I grew up in a Church of Christ uh, church which their whole thing is only acapellas. There's no instruments are allowed. So I grew up singing church hymns all the time and doing, you know, I did the whole, you stand up, you sway, and you're getting into it, you know, one hand in the air, other on your heart. I was in it. And, it, and it's just something about, like, being in a room, like we would always go to this convention every year, being in a room of, like, 5,000 people just singing their freaking hearts out. It's just awesome, and I love it. Oh, I hate it. Well, yeah, but like when I went to church a few times, and they would all start singing. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also, like, it's in the setting to sing. That too, what Nick yeah. is talking about is not a setting to just be unabashedly singing. Yeah, that's it's true, just... I guess, but... <laughs> No, yeah, these people, this, this dude would just sing all the fucking time. I'm like, please, please stop. <laughs> just just stop it. Get some Like, help. nobody else is singing. It's just you. I've been working for, like, six hours already, and you haven't stopped. Please, <laughs> give me a break. Yeah. I will say, when I uh, start getting tired, like, from, like, working or something, I will, I will start singing. Just, like, not even actual songs most of the time like i'll just basically narrate what i'm doing but in song <laughs> so, i'm twisting these yeah, wires I'm twisting the wires putting on a I'm nut nut on the wire you're gonna go take a shit <laughs> yeah i mean i almost definitely have said that before and so it's just i don't know something about when i get like tired and delirious i just start thinking like a freaking moron I can't do it. I'm also very self-conscious. Like, I don't want to uh, have somebody hear me sing. Yeah, no, I get that. Well, that, um, like I say, I sing a lot in my car. 
and even though I like it feels like I'm by myself and no one can see me and it's all okay when in reality like no everyone can see me they can just look through my you know my non-tinted windows and so sometimes I'll be like just minding my own business singing some freaking paramore or something and uh and I'll stop for a second and be like the name I haven't heard in a while. No, I know. <laughs> and uh, I'll be like, wait, is anybody watching me right now? And I'll kind of do like a quick like side-to-side view, you know? <laughs> and then I'm like, nope, good. And just go back to whatever I was doing. <laughs> I, uh, I kind of want to... Uh, I'm curious, because uh, you said you're in the church and everything and sang a lot. Were you ever like nervous to sing? Oh, all the time in, in front of a bunch of people, like when, because I know they have a lot of. Because one of my buddies up here, Esteban, yeah, he he's he was raised Catholic, and they had a lot of singing and stuff that they had to do. So I'm just curious how yeah. that experience was for you. Yeah, no, absolutely. We would also we would do this thing. Um, it was called leadership training for Christ, and we would go and have a competition at a hotel in Dallas every year. And we would do puppet shows, and we would do drama reenactments, and we would do, uh, like Bible reading was one of the one of the one of the competitions you had to participate in. You had to just stand up in front of people and read out of the Bible and get scored on it. It was a weird time. What? How do you get scored on? Okay, well let me let me finish what I was saying, and then I'll go back to that. But I was in a lot of the choirs because I was at a pretty small church. So if you participated in this contest, they basically just made you do all of the activities. Um, so that, you know, we would have enough people, but there was one of them where it was just me and four other people. And we were doing like a quartet, like doo-wop song basically. And I had a solo part in it and I was so terrified and, like, I still get this all the time. I think it's just because of my anxieties and just, you know, crippling stage fright where I will be just shaking and I can't stop. And then I sweat just, like, profusely from everywhere. And it's so bad. But it almost helped my performance because it gave me, it gave me a little vibrato in there, you know, a little, little vibration oh, on the voice. A little shake. Oh, true, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, same thing happens to me though. I get really fucking shaky, and my voice starts to kind of fluctuate, and it's hard to like keep. It's hard to like not feel like I'm just being judged. Yeah. See, I grew up a little choir boy, so I'd have no problem singing in front of people, but fuck getting up and giving a speech. I can do it. I have to force myself to do it. But I can do speeches it. Are, speeches are hella easy for me. Like in high school, I was in speech class, and that was like my best class in Midland. Yeah. Well, I, I took a speech class at, at the college. That was one of our dual credit classes. But I, uh, and I mean, I'm good at it. It's just talking myself into getting up there and being good at it is difficult for me. But I could get up and sing in front of, fucking 800 people on a whim if I wanted to. I cannot do that. Yeah, oh, man. I, would, I can't do that. Would be and shit my pants. Well, yeah, I had to, a couple of times, I led, um, like, sermons 
for our church. Mm-hmm. Like I would do the whole sermon and well, you know, it was like a 20, 30 minute lecture about the Bible. And I would prepare, like I have all my notes written down. I'd take my little Bible up there with all the passages highlighted and bookmarked off to the side. And I was just a nervous wreck the entire time. And I still to this day cannot do public speaking. See, that wasn't me. Well, yeah. So they would be like, hey, do you want to lead today's sermon? I'd be like, no, but I'll lead the choir. I'll sing. (laughs) See, I wish I'd rather do that. Because yeah, that's, it was do the sermon. it was way easier for me to get up and sing in front of people because it's one of those like you know what you're gonna say. I just want to say the words that, are there. That, that logic, the logic behind it, makes absolutely zero sense because talking and singing, like talking, takes way less skill than singing. I mean, but. And effort, like you know, you it, can't really mess it, up it, talking. It, <laughs> yeah, but when you're singing in a group, have you ever listened to this podcast? <laughs> oh yeah, true, true. <laughs> have you ever listened to my part of this podcast? <laughs> I mean, I've known you for so long now. I know you. <laughs> you know I can't talk. You know true. I can sing though. You've true. heard me sing. Oh yeah, dude. And like, whether it be in a choir with a group of people or just solo, like. I would. Be, I'm much more comfortable singing in a group uh, in a, in front of a group of people than I am speaking in front of a group of people. Yeah. Well, I see. I'm more okay with singing in a in a front of people if I'm in a group because you can hide. Like when everyone's singing together, it just sounds like meh. Like like most of the time, it's just nothing special about it. It's really easy to hide bad singers for the most part. Uh when it comes to like singing in groups. So I would much rather do that than get up in front of somebody and read a whole thing that I had to come up with. Yeah, singing in a group is really easy. For me. But it's least, it's like always been school. Yeah. It's always been easier for me to memorize words to a song rather than memorize words to a speech. Yeah, I guess that's fair. But uh, well, but I all the speeches I gave cuz I did a lot for church, but then I also did a lot for school because we did like this business competition where we had to design and sell products to dudes. Mm-hmm. So I gave a lot of speeches in high school. So I don't know why I have such a crippling, you know, stage fright. But uh, damn, I totally just lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have really bad stage fright too. But for me, uh, memorizing like speeches and oh. just regular words is oh. easier than singing. So here's another thing going on this whole thing. Would you rather get up and speak in front of a group of 20 people that you know well or get up and speak in front of 200 strangers? Uh, 20 that I know well. See, I'm uh, the opposite way. It really doesn't would, matter to me. Either I would way, rather get up and speak in front of fucking strangers. Hmm. because I don't give a shit whether they like me or not. The people I know well, I mean, I would rather them like me than think I'm stupid for something I said in the speech. Yeah, but I think when when I'm doing it, uh, if there are people that I know, for the most part, they know 
that I'm a nervous wreck when it comes to this kind of stuff. So when I mess things up, they're like, oh, yeah, that's just because he's nervous. So obviously. But then when people, other people, like strangers are out there, I'm like, no, nah, they're just judging me for every single thing I say and do right now. And I hate it. <laughs> But, no, either way, I mean, I hate I I just feel judged uh, from anyone, like even if it's a family member or strangers. I yeah. guess it would be easier for me to do it in front of strangers. Yeah, it, it also a different kind of way. It also depends what you're talking about and like if you've practiced it, if you have notes on it, or you're winging it. And there's a bunch of different things about it that could make it yeah make it worse or better. But it, it, it's also if. Uh, like for me, if it's a group of people I know, if I fucking mess up and embarrass myself, those motherfuckers are going to bring it up 20 times. If it's a stranger, they may say something about it directly after the speech, but then I'll never fucking see them again. Yeah, that's true. True. Well, so then how does, how does all this translate to doing a podcast like we're doing right now? Like, because if you really think about it, and I'm just trying to make y'all nervous now, this podcast has the potential, even though it probably won't, of being listened to by millions of people. It will probably never get there. But I don't I don't know why I feel more comfortable doing this, even though it has the potential of all that, than I would be just actually talking in front of a group of, like, 200. Well, because we're not talking in front of a group of, of however many people. We're talking to each other. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm doing. It just just so happens that we're recording it and uploading it to the internet. Like we're just talking to each other. Yeah, the I'm not trying to. Obviously, yeah. well, that's that's kind of an obvious one, but yeah, I, I'm not trying to persuade a group of people with my speech. I'm bullshitting with y'all. We talk about our opinions. We argue our opinions. I'm You're not trying wrong. to change y'all's <laughs> opinions. I'm trying to change all of your opinions. See, I've, yes. I've convinced all both Come. of you that music is the only thing that matters in video games. See? So, boom. The comedy uh, influence. Uh, <laughs> 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 but I, I think... Well, this still makes me nervous. That's where I'm at for it. Like, See, I'm that's... Not... Even, like, right now, now that I've said that, I've made myself nervous. <laughs> but uh, I think I'm... I'm just a ball of stress all the time, so... <laughs> It's like so a manageable I'm... kind of nervous, though. It's like weird because it does make me nervous. But as soon as we get like going, it's not that bad. Yeah, I, I chill out. And well, that's like cause out. just today leading up to it. Like I just I do this with everything. If I have something that I have to be at in the next like hour or two, I just stress myself out to no Same. end. And <laughs> and and then once I get to it, it's fine. Everything's fine. I'm I'm you know it's no big deal. But it's the just the thought of it that just makes me want to like crawl into a hole and die. Well, for me personally, I feel obligated to be like, cause I really hate making or like inconveniencing people in any, in any kind of way. So if anybody has to wait on me or if I'm causing trouble for anyone, it really bothers me. So I'll sit there and make sure I don't inconvenience anybody. So I've, I've been like ready for the podcast for like two hours beforehand. Like, like who would like like right we're when you're about to start, to start starting something, someone would be like, you know what? I think I'm gonna like I don't know go do stuff and then not show up for like two hours. Like who would do that? You know? All right, some <laughs> asshole. 
Well, but no, like that that's I mean, now we're just kind of getting into like anxieties, but like today this this, this podcast has no reason we have to you know, record it at a given time. It's just us whenever we have time. There's not even really a reason to try to get it posted on Sundays, which we've been doing because nobody listens to it. So why does it matter? But I still like it was just a hey, let's try for six o'clock. And then for from four until we started, I was just like, Okay, okay, it's coming. All right, we gotta get ready, gotta be prepared, gotta, <laughs> gotta get all my notes, gotta make sure everything's ready to go, gotta sit down, all right. I need to need to get me some alcohol, so I'll be a little calm, but not too much alcohol because then I'll be drunk. Like I just start that. just start stressing myself out for no reason. See zero of that goes through my head. I'm just to to me, this is just I'm BSing with the boys. That's it. I mean, I'm conscious that we're recording it, that we're uploading it to the internet, but I'm I'm just BSing with the boys. That's mm-hmm. it. It doesn't matter anything else. Just BSing with y'all. That's what this podcast was originally started as. So I don't see a reason for me to stress about oh, do I have stuff to talk about? Oh, this oh that it's like, stuff's gonna come up naturally even if we have to go to our note page like somebody else will take care of that <laughs> see you're the people <laughs> that give people like me anxieties brandon because you're like ah, it'll just work itself out and i'm over here like no no we got it like it's it only works out because we're over here putting it effort we got to make sure we're not doing we got everything planned out in the second all right and then you're like Nah, it's cool. Uh, we good. <laughs> well, and, and I usually have something that I do want to talk about, but it's never like, oh, I'm gonna 100% bring this up. I'm like, oh, well, if something we talk about brings the conversation to that point, I'll bring it up. But I'm not gonna, or unless we absolutely lose lose out of stuff to talk about. Yeah, I'm I don't just know. gonna go with the flow and if it comes to bear I'll bring it up I'm just so riddled with anxieties for everything it, it, it'd be completely pointless and I'm still just like even like if you if right now you were like hey Jeremy tomorrow let's go get some McDonald's just you know anytime tomorrow I would be like all right, well, when are we going? Whose car are we taking? When do, we, when do we need to be back? Is there anything you need to work around? Do you have any allergies? Like, do you, what is all this stuff? Like, we got to make sure that we have this all planned out so it goes smooth. Our trip to McDonald's goes smoothly. Hey, Jeremy. <laughs> right, I swear to God, I will kill myself right now. Let's go get yeah, I'm not tomorrow. <laughs> I'm exactly that level of being anxious about stuff because, like, I just got back from Colorado and. I didn't know if we had hotels booked. I didn't know if what like what we were gonna do. I didn't know really what the like plan was to like go one you know full shot there from Texas to Colorado if we were gonna stop somewhere. I just kind of was like, oh yeah, I'll go, and I just tagged along and they had everything it's else figured out. I know that's and a it, nightmare. Like traveling and stuff like that. Yeah, as long like I I really worry about me being prepared. I don't. I mean, to be honest though. Um, on the on Saturday before we left, I woke up that morning. I had all my stuff packed and everything was ready. I was just waiting, and uh, Sam had you know said he would be around my house at like nine thirty because Esteban just lives right down the road from me. So grab me, grab Esteban, and we haul ass. 
Well, I wake up and I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I'm ready. Let's see if everybody else is ready. And I'm sure enough, look at the group chat and Noah had left his wallet at work. Sam was, uh, had to go to buy his parents' house to grab tubs for us to put our stuff in. And, um, me and Esteban were completely ready. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm looking at my phone and I, I was giving them shit the whole time for it too. Oh my <laughs> God. I was tearing Noah a new butthole, dude. <laughs> Cause like, it's, it's it to me it's just inconsiderate in a way whenever like you know there's going to be something planned and like there is a set you know kind of expect expected time for everyone to be ready and when you're just not i'm like god damn it yeah, yeah. I'm, i don't know i just put i put way too much importance at, well way too much importance in nothing so <laughs> we we ended up not leaving uh uh north dallas until i think 11 and I'm like, dude, we were supposed to leave at 11. Th- oh, no, yeah, because we had to. Sam went and got Noah and then came to my house. And then we went and grabbed Esteban. And then we went to Fort Worth to grab Noah's wallet from his, from his work. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. It's just such a waste of fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I understand. And it's it, it's really annoying. Noah knew he left his wallet at work the day before. And he he knows I'm irritated about it. So I don't care if he listens to this. And hears me <laughs> he, he knows I'm a bitch. <laughs> But yeah, I gave him shit for it. I gave I gave both him and Sam shit for it because me and Esteban were totally ready. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're traveling, especially with a group of friends, if y'all don't live together, live in different parts of the city, like be ready when you're supposed to be ready. Yeah, please, holy shit! Especially if we had like something that's scheduled and like we're all ready to fucking leave, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it's vacation time. It's time to go to Colorado and have fun. Well, so that uh, if you, when y'all ever like went on trips or like, I mean, I guess Nick, you already kind of kind of touched on this, but went on trips with like your family or just with friends or anything. Do you plan out your days or do you just like, yeah, once we get there, we'll find something to do? We just wing it, yeah. Almost every time I go anywhere with anybody, there's no scheduling. You know, when we went and saw Nick, it was yeah. just, we get there and we'll figure it out from there. Yeah, I mean, we're not true. going there to, like, pack our days with shit. We're going there to get away from from our lives and go have fun with somebody else. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, if you're going to fucking, like, Disneyland or something like that, yeah, you're going to fucking pack your days with stuff to get your money out of that. But if I'm just going to another town just to spend a couple of days, have fun with some friends. I'm not going to pack every single second of the day because most likely the primary purpose of that trip is to relax and have some fun. It also depends, dude, because sometimes if people like over plan, it will wear me the fuck out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because well, they're that's... like, okay, guys, we have to be up at like eight o'clock so we can go here. And I'm like, aren't we on vacation? Why am I, <laughs> why am I fucking like, why does this feel like work right now? Yeah. yeah. See, I think part of the, part of my anxieties when it comes to trips are from my, my mom and, uh, Carola Martin, who's one of the ladies we would always, like the family that would always go with us everywhere. They, you know, they're teachers and so they love planning things. And so we, Anytime we would go somewhere like, all right, we're leaving at this time on this day and we're going to drive to this city and then we're going to take a break and eat and then we're going to drive to this next city and then we're going to take a break and then go to the motel and then we're going to drive to our final destination. 
And then every single day we've got, all right, the aquarium this day, zoo this day, then we're going to the beach this day, then we're going to go see this concert, and then we're going to go to this restaurant. Like, we just have it all planned out. And Dude, and they always word it like, we're just packing the, our trip with so much fun stuff. And I'm yeah. like, no, you're making me tired. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's You're making me tired. Like You please. are wearing me out. Well, see, I feel like it's a different type. It's not... It's a different type of trip. It's a trip to go experience stuff and not to relax because we would always come back from those and just be exhausted. But then we would yeah. do, we did camping trips a lot of the time where it was where we're just going to go to this campsite. And I mean, there's a lake and we got board games, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I like can't when do this super schedule. We made that trip to Dallas and it was like, what do we want to do tonight? It's like, well, let's go ride fucking go-karts. Okay, so we went and rode go-karts. What do we want to do the next time? Uh, let's just go eat and then go get some drinks. So that's what we did. It wasn't like, we're go-karting this night, we're going out to dinner and getting drinks this night, we're going to top golf this night. It's like, no, that's not the point of a trip to go hang out. Yeah, yeah, but see, that's that's got it's, it has a different purpose. It's a trip yeah. to go spend time with someone, not to go try all the new things you've never done in the city. I can definitely say though, like no matter what kind of trip it is, if someone is trying to like control the whole trip for the whole group, oh man, I uh, it just I'm reminds you of not Kelly. Okay with that. Yes. It's like okay, we're all we're all going to do this and I'm like I don't want to do that. I've already done that or like that just doesn't sound fun to me. It's like, well, Sucks to suck. That's what we're doing. I'm like, I hate you. So You're like, much. bitch. I just want to go fucking walk on the beach and <laughs> fuck around with my bros, not Are... get dressed up and go to this stupid restaurant that only serves shrimp. It's a fucking vacation, right? Like, yeah. if I want to stay in the hotel the whole day and do absolutely fucking nothing, I mean, let I... me. Yeah, it's my vacation, bro. Let me do me. Yeah, and I, I've definitely gotten, like, I've, I've gotten a lot more relaxed than I was. And even when, like, be, me and both of my sisters got of drinking age, or at least just more responsible adults, uh, <laughs> we just, like, it, it did calm down a lot. Like, it didn't feel as structured. It was just, hey, let's just go to the beach and all drink on the beach and see what happens. But even, like, you were saying, oh, like, yeah. you don't like the people that kind of, try to take charge of stuff i do that a lot <laughs> and i don't mean to it's just like again my anxieties start piling in and i'm like all right we have to we have to do we have to get this started like we got to do something like even uh like when we were starting out the podcast we were just like yeah let's just do it let's just 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 start it up like it was just like you know we've said it a million times before like we should start a podcast and then i was like all right now we're going. Now I gotta. All right, we gotta get the account set up. How are we gonna record this? All right, now we gotta figure out where we're where we're po posting this all to. I gotta figure out how to set up all the accounts for that. And it just I I stress myself out by taking on all the responsibility. <laughs> that's a little different though, right? Because I mean, that's kind of uh, we all were we were all on board with doing this, the podcast. Yeah, and it's and I definitely could have just been like, hey, when of y'all set this up, and y'all would have done it. But I like yeah. I stress myself out and that it needs to get done. And then if I'm not doing it, I 
just stress myself out even more. Like, like, <laughs> like they're not going to do it right. Well, not not that y'all, I don't trust y'all to do it right, but just that I I need to know it's getting done. Even though oh, I know right. you guys will do it, I just I need to know. I have to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of the same way, though. Like, I don't like, like, whenever it comes to working on my own vehicles, I don't even like letting friends do it. Like, they, they can help, but... I've I've had too many instances where people have helped me work on something and then they've just completely fucked it up and I'm like, oh my god, please <laughs> get the fuck away from me right now. Yeah, the amount know. of times I've wanted to hurt somebody because they fucked something up. I'm like, Jesus, please. Oh, uh, that's Why? me at work every day. <laughs> Dude, same. Holy shit. Sometimes I'm like, how are you this fucking stupid? It reminds me of that meme where uh, the dude, he's talking to his kid, and he's like, somebody drop you on your head? (laughs) How can I get dropped onto my own head? (laughs) It makes me think of that every time I'm at work. I'm just like, oh, God, dude, please. Like, people will come to me with the most stupid questions, and I'm totally cool with answering them, but it's always after they've fucked something up. And I'm like, dude, if you just asked me beforehand or read where the all of this information is that i've told you a million times where it is that that oh man people who don't know how to listen it's like i'll tell people where to find the information that i've that i give them every time they like ask a question like oh how do i how do i do this i'm like well if you refer here where i've told you 50 times before there's the information figure it out it 100 bothers me when I'm doing something that I'm really good at and I have to have somebody helping me. I'm just like, stop. No, no, I got this. Go away. Like, yeah, like, like you but have I need to have somebody I, with you, but I need to learn how to do it. Well then just fucking step back and watch me and then you can do it next time. I mean, See, that's, for me, whenever that's I'm fair, trying to like but... show people stuff, I just have them do it like physically while I talk them through it. Right, and that well, like, works pretty good. It's a pain we, in the dick, though. Oh my god. We get into a situation a lot where, since we do a lot of like shutdown work and like panel rem- panel remediations, God, I cannot speak today. Um, like there can really only be one person working in a breaker panel. Like they're yeah. just too small, and if they're live, it definitely needs only be one person. And so it'll get to the point where we're at the end of the night, and the last thing you do is make up the panel, and so. They're making up the panel, and since I'm the the junior of all of them, I'm just sitting there, not doing anything. And I'm like, do y'all need help? Can I do something? Like, to give me something to do. And they're just oh, like, bro, I would love nah, that. I'd, they're good. I would, I would kick back and watch. <laughs> but I have then, no problem being worthless. Just with everything else <laughs> in my life, I start making myself anxious because I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not contributing. I'm worthless <laughs> i kind of get that too i get that uh it works sometimes as well whenever like i see a bunch of my coworkers doing a bunch of other stuff but then i sit there and think i'm like you know i do more than most of these people do like 90 percent of the time so i'm just gonna kind of chill on it i'm not even gonna sweat it yeah well i i have at least one day of the week at work that it's like i didn't accomplish shit today and then i look at my phone Same. And see the number of phone calls I fucking took throughout that day, and I'm like, never mind, I got a bunch of shit done. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Some days for me. Yeah, some days for me, it's not even like. Like, the physical work isn't as much as the fucking scheduling work and and managing work. Yeah. 
Honestly, though, God, I, I prefer physical work over like the managing, planning, and all that. Other There's a lot of that. days that I do too because I'll get off the phone and one of my coworkers will be standing beside me, and I will tell them I'll be like, "I wish this sh- phone would shut the fuck up so I could get something done." <laughs> Yeah. Because, dudes, there's been days that I've had over a hundred phone calls in a day. Yeah, I cannot do it. If I get one yeah. phone call in a day, I hate it. So. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I hate getting phone calls. Same. I mean, unless it's like from a friend or something. No, nope, like, I hate those work, too. Cool. <laughs> yeah, no, there have been there have been days that it's been over a hundred incoming incoming and outgoing calls. No. Because know. I'll have an issue on the job site or. I've just got to fucking schedule this many people or this and that. And it's just those days I can't get anything done because I'm, if I'm on the phone, I can't be using a drill. I can't be using a saw. I can't be making any sort of noise or focusing on something else because then I lose focus on what the fuck they're saying to me. (laughs) Nah, I I can't. Uh, Even if like, I'll go like a couple hours, you know, doing just nothing but menial hard labor. And then someone else will go to pick up something by themselves. I'm like, oh, hold on. I got it. I got it. I got to it. You'll be okay. <laughs> Let me help. <laughs> Let me contribute, please. Yeah, I've tried doing the whole phone call thing. I had to call a customer one time. And. That is the like working in IT, calling any customer <laughs> is the most goddamn frustrating thing in the world to do. At least every time I've done it so far, because I always call them and the person has no fucking idea what I'm talking about at yeah. all. So like, dude, how do you not know what I'm trying to tell you? Like, you're the account owner for this. This this is you. <laughs> like, you ordered these. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> Like, what do you do? They do nothing. I swear some people do not like, oh man, you know, if the podcast ever gets popular, may get in some hot water for this, but there's a, um, we have an inclusivity uh, and something else manager now. Oh God. That's like a new position, I guess they made. And I'm like, that sounds like such a bullshit fucking position. hundred percent. Like that sounds like such a fucking stupid position. And I bet it's going to be some fucking tool that gets hired for it. <laughs> because how the fuck... Oh, no, there, there's already a person in the position. Because I'm sitting here like, how the fuck do you tool? manage inclusivity and shit? Like, like <laughs> what do you do? What do you what actually do? Mean? Besides be send nice. fucking emails. Just you send out a, a weekly email saying, hey, guys, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> seems like, dude. I'm like... This it just seems so pointless. I, as far as like a productivity, uh, from productivity standpoint, like I don't understand how, how what they actually contribute. Yeah, well, I feel like so, there are a lot of jobs like that though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so here's here's my. I mean, it's not the same, but it's kind of the same. When I have a problem on the job site, and then the boss calls me to the office to fucking bitch me out for it, and then. I'm at the office getting bitched out for two hours. And then... That's such a waste of fuck. I hate that managers bitching you out. And and then... So I'm supposed to get off at 6.30, right? But I have to have whatever I'm doing done. So I'll be there till 8.30. He calls me at 6.30. He's like, where the fuck you at? 
was like, well, I'm two hours behind because I spent two hours in the office getting bitched at. If you would have yeah. just made this a phone call, I may have been five minutes late. <laughs> Dude, what's with managers doing that shit too? Like, you'll be out working and doing shit, and they say, or my managers do, and I'm like, hey, come to my office. And I get in there, and it's some bullshit they could have sent me a message of. It takes mm-hmm. like five seconds to, to like for him to tell me to do this. Uh-huh. And I'm like, dude, I had to walk a quarter mile to come fucking talk to you. Please <laughs> stop wasting my fucking time. Just send e- send well, an that email. Shit, <laughs> that shit's way worse for me oh, because I have to drive fucking all the way to the other side of town to go to the office. Yeah, Literally, no, our office is, is 15 minutes away from our job site. <clears throat> I don't so I understand think, the, the like thought process there either. It's like how does I, that how does how does that process make any sense in anyone's brain? Yeah, but I still have to get the shit done that I had to get done today. So if I've got to stay late to do it, I do. But I'm two hours late instead of on time. Yeah. Yeah, it's like know. thanks, you fucked me for for chewing me out. When what he could saying? have just sent me the file on email of what I had to fix in the house, say hey. You fucked up. Go fix this right now. I would have fixed it, and I would have been done with it, and I still would have got done with my shit. But instead, I got bitched at for two hours, had to go fix it, and then still had to finish the shit I had to do. Yeah, I can't can't put up with it, dude. It just pisses me off so bad. Because then they're like, why didn't this get done? It's like, well, you know, if you hadn't wasted my fucking time earlier, it would have gotten done. Uh-huh. But since you wasted my time, I wasn't able to get it done in my shift. And I'm not working overtime because you felt like you had to, you know, stir some justice or whatever the hell you think it is. You yeah. know, jerk yourself off, whatever. Oh, yeah, nice big scoop full of ash chewing. I just don't understand it. The, the, I also don't understand employer, like, uh, bosses and management yelling at people, like, at all. Like, I don't care how angry you are or how, like, irritated you are. There's zero reason to yell at an employee or, like, be just rude to an employee for any reason. Because they're not, if you do that, they're not going to fucking listen to you. Because anytime I get yelled at, I just turn on, I turn myself on silent and just fucking ignore them. Right, you just, like, wait you, until get, they... you go defensive and shut down. You're like, nah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I just wait until they <laughs> shut the fuck up and then I'm like, alright, cool. Yeah. I'll go back to doing my fucking job. If any of the guys that I'm directly over, if any of them fuck up, I'll just walk in and like they'll call me and they'll be like, hey, blah, 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 blah. So I'll walk in, look at it, shake my head, look at them, just say, what the fuck? And then walk out. <laughs> and then they'll call me like five minutes later. They're like, what do you want? What do you want to say? I was like, fix it. <laughs> I know about the issue. Fix it. I'll check on it later when it's fixed. Right. They're like, why didn't you just say that? It's like, well, I'm training you to just know to do that. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to have to stop every five minutes and be like, if you mess this little thing up, this is how the specific way you fix it. Like, just get it fixed. I don't care how it's fixed. Just fix it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it also like it leads to if every time you mess up, you're just gonna get chewed out. It just leads to people that when they do mess up. They just don't they tell hide anyone. It. Yeah, they just don't yeah, tell yep. anyone, and then it doesn't get fixed. Whereas if I, I really want to hear some old uh, boomers' reaction to our talk right now, because they would fucking hate us. Like, grow up, be a man. You, you get in that, trouble, like, you get yelled at. Because <laughs> they would have that reaction, and it's like it's not. That's not even the point, right? We're not trying to like 
you know, oh, don't hurt their feelings. I give a fuck less if your feelings get hurt. I'm just yeah. trying to say, like, if you're really properly trying to teach people, yelling at them and being shitty to them is not going to work. not going to do anything. It never works. It's only going to make but the yeah. situation worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I just... And, and that's how I've started handling it, is just because, like, I'm not going to be the guy that sits there and lectures you for 30 minutes about it. I'm going to be the guy that walks in, says, what the fuck? And walks out expecting you to fix it. Because that's how it needs to be. I just, I need to be aware of the problem. And then aware that the problem has been fixed. Yeah, you, what you ought to do is just instead of walking in and being like, oh, I guess I would just walk in and say, fix it. Walk out. Yeah. Fix it. Yeah. Like, thanks for showing me, fix it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, this better be fixed I mean, by the time so- I come back. So some of the times I'm like, how the fuck? Yeah, dude. And they'll, and they'll explain it, and I'm like, well, that was stupid. Are you going to do that again? <laughs> well, I'll try not to. Okay, sounds good. Fix it. I'll be back to check on it. Uh, those are always the best is when you get, like, you fuck up something, and you go and you take, you, like, go mention it to someone. You're like, hey, I fucked this up, but... I don't know how, and they come over and they're like, what the fuck did you do? Oh, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know! It's the times when everybody's baffled about a problem. It's like, yeah. that problem's vindicated for me, is if I have a problem and I call my boss and he doesn't know how the fuck to fix mm-hmm. it, I'm like, I'm vindicated. Right. Well, that's Man. like, we were, at one point, we were just setting up a bunch of conduit, and I, I got all the measurements and I bent my thing, and it was just way off. It was like such a such a wrong distance from what it was supposed to be and i like did all my measurements again and got a new measurement and bent that and it was also way wrong and so i brought the other apprentice over and i was like dude i don't know how i'm fucking this up and so he did his own <laughs> and got his own measurements which were the exact same ones i got and he bent it and it was wrong and so then we brought our 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 journeyman over there and we were like we don't know what's happening and so he did it and he got it wrong too. <laughs> so, You're like, help. We, we were just, eventually we got it figured out. And it, I don't even know, I don't even really remember what was going wrong with it. But <laughs> just all uh, three of us being best. like, I don't know what we did. All of us just had the biggest brain fart moment right there. That is the fucking best. It's just so nah, much dude. better when everyone can just laugh at the mistake instead of just oh, yeah. getting upset about it. Because instead of them being mad and yelling at you, they're like, okay, well, let me fix it. And then they fuck it up, and then you just kind of give them that look. Because mm-hmm. it's always just one look, and you just kind of glance over at them, and they're just, like, shaking their head. They're like, how the fuck did I fuck this up? <laughs> See, my journeyman, he'll go over, he'll mess it up, and he'll be like, what'd you do, Jeremy? And I'm like, I, I didn't do anything. He's like, you did something, because I messed up, and I if the journeyman's always right, and the apprentice is always wrong. And I'm like, all right, you got it. <laughs> Oh, I do that shit too. I'll fuck something up and I'll be like, how the fuck did you fuck this up, man? (laughs) Dude, and I've got to the point in my job now where like if someone who's like newer or just even if they've worked there a long time and uh, they mess up, I do not try and help anybody cover anything up anymore. I used to whenever I first started, but now I'm like, no, get fucked. That's not my problem. I'm not the one who fucked that up. I know how to fix it, but I'm not about to touch that. <laughs> I will. I won't touch that with a ten foot fucking pole. You need to just get ridden up for that. Yeah. See, my job is because I'm training to be a builder. 
So I'm training to be out there on my own. So the goal of my job is to keep my boss off of my job site. Yeah. That is 100% my goal. Is to just never have him step foot on my job site. Because if he never steps foot on my job site, that means my job site's running smoothly. That means he won't see all the mistakes I've made. <laughs> so if I can keep him off my job site and keep the fucking customer happy, I'm doing a fantastic job. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know, as long as it all gets done, then it's fine. And so something gets fucked up. Half the time I don't bother telling him because if I can get it fixed, he doesn't need to know about it. <laughs> True, dude. A lot of times, like, there's been plenty of times where I've pulled down uh, active servers, and that's like, you can get fired for doing that. I just yeah. plug them back in <laughs> and fucking walk away. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot yeah, of ways. I've ne- have never gotten caught yet. <laughs> it's only happened like a handful of times, but I mean, I've worked there for long enough. Of course it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those things that it's always going to happen, and it's not intentional most of the time. So why freak out about it? <laughs> that's, yeah. where I'm, that's where I'm coming from. I mean, a lot of our uh, managers will just get fucking pissed, and they'll start yelling and cussing at you. It's like, you better, uh, I, I tell them, though, I'm like, you're not going to talk to me like that. I will find another job real fucking quick. You're not going <laughs> to talk or, to me like that. Or like, I'll fuck something up and I'll call him because it's something that he does need to know about. So I'll fuck something up, call him, and be like, well, why'd you fuck it up? It's like, I don't know why I fucked it up. <laughs> I made a mistake. Like, how, how do you expect me to explain why I fucked it up? Yeah. <laughs> I know how I fucked it up. I don't know why I fucked it up. Deep down in my psyche, I'm trying to sabotage this work. All right, obviously. You know, I was, I was standing there thinking my boss has been having too good of a time lately, so I wanted to really fucking chap your ass. Yeah, he's been having Dude, too I... good of days not hearing from me, so I just wanted to fuck this up so I could talk to you. You ought to tell him that one time. Just like, you know, I thought you were having it too easy today, so I thought I'd fuck something up for you real quick. Give you something I to do. I just wanted to throw a wrench in your fucking day. Yeah. And the next one, like, so Brandon's finding a new job. <laughs> it's one of those, you know, I haven't been yelled at in a while. I thought it was about time, so I went ahead and just, you know, fucked this up I felt up like you were neglecting so it out of the way. Yeah. yeah. I want to make sure you remembered who I am, dude. <laughs> but I, and I tell all of my guys, like all the new guys we hire, I tell them, I'm like, if I don't hear from Robert, my day is good. <laughs> how often, how many days do you have that you don't hear from Robert though? Uh, it's, like on average, what's like your weekly? In terms of weekly lately, it's been like two or three times a week that I don't get a single phone call from him. Nice. And those days are great. When I first jumped into this position, I never had a day I didn't hear from him. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but that's what you were first in it, so. Yeah, but then I got good at this job, and I'm killing it. I'm the best. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, it takes time. I mean, whenever I first started being a DC tech, I, I mean, I was terrible at it. I mean, it was way same. harder than I thought it was going to be. I mean, yeah. so y'all probably have, I mean, everybody's heard it, but the the classic, there's no stupid question. Oh, there's uh, stupid I, questions. There's definitely stupid questions, 100%. But, I get asked stupid questions every fucking day. 
right? But then there are times where it's a genuine question and they're just like, what? Fucking stupid? <laughs> I'm like, yes, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, yeah. so, but there's also genuine stupid questions. Oh, yeah. Yes. Because, so, I mean, got I a perfect some... example. Guy is helping me clean one of the houses, right? And he's like, hey, how do we clean the stoves? Do we use a Brillo pad? I'm like, if I, I told him, straight up told him, like, I looked at him deadpan and said, if you use a Brillo pad on my stove, I will murder you. And then I will bring you back to life so that Robert can murder you. Oh my I just God. wants it really clean. No paint, no coatings, nothing, all right? <laughs> I just wanted to make sure it was 100% clear that that was the dumbest question he's ever asked. <laughs> God. Because we use glass top stoves. Yeah, just... <laughs> he was going to use a freaking scotch like... on a glass top stove. I was like, no. how dumb can you be? <laughs> I mean, well, what is he trying to clean off? Well, yeah, is he trying to clean off with just dust? Why the fuck would you just, just wipe it off? What do you it mean? It's just dusty. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Again, he was just trying to do the best he could and get it as clean as possible. He was trying to get all the corona but, off of it. But no, so he he asked me that and I responded and he was like, just slack jawed. He's like, so what do we use? I was like, <laughs> a paper towel! Oh, dude. I was like, use a paper towel and a little bit of Windex. Like, it's just like you clean any other glass thing. <laughs> I was yeah, like, it's people... a brand new stove. There is no, no residue on it. Some people just don't understand how to clean, Brandon. Let's say you should have asked him if his mom like cleans his house for him. No. I should have. Probably just doesn't. Like, how do you clean your says. fucking stovetop? Holy shit, dude! <laughs> I get a blowtorch and a welder. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Perfect. I could believe that with some guys. <laughs> I, but I was just like, but it I, wasn't one of those like I just like immediately responded. I looked at him for like a solid thirty seconds straight in silence. And just made sure he was super uncomfortable. And then I responded. <laughs> I don't know. So I want you to sit in this shame. Sometimes I feel like I have a really stupid question. And then, like, I'll, I'll think of an answer for it. But then I second guess myself so much that I don't, like, I'm not sure. And so then I ask and it's the first question or the first thing I thought of. And I'm like, yeah, but now if I say, oh, that's what I was thinking. I just wanted to make sure they're not going to believe me. <laughs> oh, it's um, okay. One of the guys that works with me, that's his catchphrase, is you'll tell him to do something, and he'll be like, that's what I was thinking. And you're like, is it? Was that what you were thinking? <laughs> Why aren't you doing it? <laughs> so the way I avoid... It, just do it! <laughs> the way I avoid those kind of situations with my managers, at least, is I'll um, throw... Uh, what I'll do is I'll walk up to them and say, hey... I have this issue. Um, I'm having trouble figuring it out. What I was going to do next is this. What do you think? And then, then they usually go off that. And that is, in my opinion, or the way I see it, oh. way better than just walking up and be like, hey, I fucked this up. What do I do? <laughs> oh, that's the, that is 100% what I want to hear out of my guys is 
hey, this is fucked up. This is how I plan on fixing it. Is it okay to go ahead? Yeah, that's what I always do. Give them yes or no, fix it this way. (laughs) And that's how I move forward. But when it's like, well, I have no idea what to do. I'm like, you've done this 37 times. You should know exactly what to do with this. And that's what one of the big things that uh, both me and the, the other guy training with me have got had to got like have had to get over with our boss is because he would like we would know the answer we would know how to fix it but we would call him and ask him and he would just hang up on us (laughs) we would be like well fuck it i'm just gonna fix it and so i got to the point where i just stopped calling i was like i'm just gonna fix it and that's that's how it needs to be i mean fair Uh, like but you can always use more information. I only call him if it's something that I just like, if I need approval to get done, or if I absolutely do not know how to do it. That's the only times I'll call him. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just refuse to ever call anybody, so it works out. <laughs> yeah, same usually. Like, uh, I, I don't call my bosses very often. Usually I just fix shit. But uh, there's one good example of a fence that is sat on a property that had stupid property lines. Like, the way the lot was shaped was just dumb. And so, yeah, I took a, I took a little while to get it all laid out and made sure it was right. And then he came by later that evening and he was like, how the fuck did you figure that line out? I was like, and I explained it to him. He was like, well, you didn't find the property pin, so we got to go through and remeasure and everything. And so we did, and we made his mark, and it was close to mine. And then the surveyors came out to double-check the property lines for the, the buyer. And my mark that I made on my own, not with the boss man, my mark was within half an inch of the surveyor's mark. Nice. Oh, yeah. And I was like, it gave me warm tinglies because I was closer to the mark than he was. <laughs> I was There's like, been a lot fuck of times yeah. My management will try and tell me to do something. I'm like, well, why would we do it that way instead of this way? And they're like, shut the fuck up and do it that way. <laughs> and then it <laughs> takes twice as long, and you're like, mm. no, and no they're I like, just do it my way. And they're like, how'd you do it so fast? I'm like, I did it yeah. this way instead. And they're like, but we told you to do it that way. I'm like, yeah, but it still got done in the right way. There's no, there's no problem with the way I did it. Yeah. And then, then that becomes the standard. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> you're like, uh-huh, bitches. Mm-hmm. See, that's why they should just, instead of ever making up policies, they should just let the worker do whatever they want. True freedom. <laughs> Oh God! I don't know about that. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I'm pretty, you know, I have moments where I'm pretty smart, but for the most part, I'm kind of an idiot. Not gonna lie. I I would agree with that. You are kind of an idiot. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, you know, savants either, sir. Got him. I'm just gonna stay out of this one. Let you guys figure it out. <laughs> oh, don't worry, Jeremy. Yours is coming. Aww. We're about to have a little cat fight, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's gonna be our next episode. It's just gonna be a bunch of like slapping sounds. <laughs> Two hours of you guys slapping each other. A couple of hisses. Mm-hmm. Y'all just need to come down again. Me and Brandon will wrestle. 
You can slap us, you can do just about anything. I mean, for real. Basically, did. So. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Now, basically, we did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got slapped several. So did you, too, Jeremy. You got slapped. I don't think I ever got slapped. I slapped no, Brandon Jer- a few Jeremy times. Jeremy slapped me. And then no, I kissed Jeremy Brandon's bare ass. Once. I remember that. That's, yep, I think you yep, got both, slapped with me at the same time. Kissed my bare ass. No, that was me. Oh. I swear Jeremy yeah. got slapped at some point. I don't think I, I don't did. Think Jeremy got slapped. Y'all were way more drunk than I was, and so I used it to my advantage to not get slapped. <laughs> <laughs> but to be able to slap y'all, so... <laughs> as fine oh yeah it, it, it's it all pays off because jeremy kissed my bare ass cheek yeah, and nick kissed my bare ass cheek so we're yep. good yeah i just y'all came Anytime, up, y'all baby. came down here i just got shit on basically <laughs> kind of yeah yeah because because nick got slapped but didn't slap anybody and also kissed my bare ass cheek yeah i think we were just kind of ragging on you the whole weekend too so <laughs> you know i'm used to it it happens well i feel like it's that happens all, it's all uh, razzing I feel like that happens a lot of times when you like go to just hang out with a bunch of friends. There's always one person that just is like the butt of all the jokes. You just oh, pick yeah, one 100%. and stick with them. Yeah, and then that one person hates that night, and everyone else loves it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still have a good time. I, you know, I mean, no, Brandon knows my brother and my dad. Oh yeah, I can take it. I can take a good oh, razzing. Yeah. It, take, it takes a lot to upset me. Yeah. No, that's like. I mean, you can hit, you can hit certain points, and it'll just be a switch. Yeah, but I've most gotten of the time better about that, but oh yeah, but most of the time it's just bouncing off in one ear, out the other, bouncing oh, off yeah. that icky skin. <laughs> it's just kind of like kind of like your shin off of that pole. Oh god, dude, that was bad. Yeah. I'm having like weird knee and hip pain now, and I'm kind of curious if that has anything to do with it. Maybe. No, all my hip, my hip, my knee pain is from playing human foosball and getting kicked in the knee. Yeah, it's just soccer. It's a little soccer court with bars running across like foosball, and you just have to hold on to the bars so you can only go left and right and kick the ball, and you're playing soccer. Then the guy in front of me did like a backwards like donkey kick and just kicked me straight in the knee <laughs> so, yeah hard fuck that yeah so now i i think i like the inside of my kneecap is chipped and it just hurts all the time so it's fine dude yeah it's it's kind of wearing me out my knee but it's just my left leg my left knee and left hip fucking bothering me i think it may be uh i need to go see a chiropractor or something though no a chiropractor Probably. is a sham Dude, You're I can't. I can't figure it out <laughs> if chiropractors are like actually a sham or not. Yeah. Because so many I, people tell me they are, and so many people tell me they're not. One hundred percent believe that they are not. Well, see, I because... think they they can help like alleviate a lot of pain. It's just a type of physical therapy almost. But there are yeah. some people that are like chiropractors can cure cancer, and I'm like, no. <laughs> okay, I'm not to that level, but I'm like. <laughs> I believe the work they do can help because they've helped me. Yeah, true. I mean, you had you had really bad lower back pain, didn't you? Yeah, because of football, powerlifting, all of that stuff. And then I stopped doing all of that and then went to the chiropractor and got everything lined back out. And it's been way better ever since. 
Is it? Do you still have back issues though? Occasionally, but for the most part, it's. I I would say it's like ninety percent better than what it ever was, and I haven't been to the chiropractor in shit probably a year and a half now. Cause I've been having pretty consistent back pain too, like lower back pain. So I'm, th- yeah. I'm, I'm trying to kind of figure it out in my head if it's correlated or not. But I just need to go. I I really need to get a primary care physician because yeah. I still don't have one. That yeah. I guess yeah. regularly. But I, I mean, just honestly, kind of accepted I'm never going to have insurance. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just not a. But thing. honestly, like, uh, to find a reputable chiropractor because there, I've been to several that absolutely fucked me up. But yeah, there was one yeah. that uh, like that have made it worse than it was before. Mm-hmm. But if you find a good like, try a few of them. Get some references from people you know that have been to them, and if find one that you like how they adjust, like how they touch me. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a big part of it. You gotta like them touching you. Yes, right. sir. Well, I. I'm some hot girl. You always see those videos from like TikTok and shit where it's like someone on a chiropractor and they like have them in a chokehold basically and then just like wrench their necks to one side oh, and there's bro, like that's a the huge fucking best. crack. But there are some oh. of them that, that no, it does not look like that's like, a good play. This makes me want to go to the chiropractor. Oh, God, no. <laughs> well, I even, I. I don't think I could probably prove it if I actually researched it, but I think I I remember a story of some lady that like got paralyzed from a chiropractor. I was like, well, no, I, I mean, of course that's gonna be an issue. Like, it's a risk of anything. You can go be put on anesthesia and die. But like, yeah, but I don't get put on anesthesia. So. <laughs> <laughs> Eh, fair enough. There's a reason but, I avoid all these things. So <laughs> I don't die. Fair enough. But don't no, I, I I believe in them because they did help me so much. But I went to one that I knew he was really good. My dad had been to him. My mom had been to him. A bunch of people I've known have been to him. And, I mean, shit, I had to go twice a week for like three months. But then after that three months, I was realigned. My muscles had drawn back to where they're supposed to be to hold it in that new position. And then ever since then, it's like I can go like once or twice a year or not even that. Like right now, it's been a year and a half, maybe even two years since I've been and I still feel fine. Instead of waking up every morning not being able to get out of bed because my back hurts so bad. Yeah. But it's also, yeah. like, back in high school and all that shit, like, where you d- you were pro- you were playing football and all that and, like, doing all those, act- like, doing all the all them terrible-for-you athletics events, right? I mean, yeah, but even now, I'm still picking up 80-pound bags of concrete, picking up... 80 pound boards stuff like that like i'm i'm not like no i'm not doing form lifts with weights or tackling people but i'm still using my body every day yeah but you're using it at kind of like a more a slower more consistent pace whereas you know back then it was 
sit in a chair for eight hours a day, do two hours of extreme hard workouts, and then go home and sit in a computer desk for another few hours. Oh, yeah, Brandon would go home and play damn RuneScape all day. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, I'm not saying that... I'm not saying that it didn't help, because I do think it can help you. Like, going to a chiropractor can help. I just, I don't think it's as as good as everyone thinks it is. But I also have absolutely no way to prove it. It's one of those things, but it would (laughs) have... I'm under the belief that it would have just compounded. Because I would have had back pain, and then stopped doing all that stuff, but still had back pain for no fucking reason. Or yeah. I went to the chiropractor, to me. got my shit fixed, and I haven't had back pain. So, yeah, I've I've, yeah. Only, I've had back pain my whole life. It was never that serious though, and now it's starting to get to where it's like, if I do literally anything that includes me picking up any kind of weight, like bending over, yeah, uh, like it's it's really random too. My back will just hurt really bad. My lower back. I'm like, okay, yeah, well, that's fun. Because you're getting old, an old man now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I'm thinking more so on you know, going like going to the dentist and like regularly going having a primary care physician and uh, just trying to take care of my body more because yeah. I'm starting to notice the decay a little bit better or a little bit you know it's more noticeable. Mm-hmm. So I've been exercising and shit like that. It's like none of it's fun, but it's kind of one of those things where like I would rather. I would rather have like the like s- small like thirty minute to an hour moments of suck, and then my body feel great, rather than my body feel like crap all the time. And <laughs> you know, yep. No, I'm all self care. Uh, not caring for myself in any way whatsoever. Just <laughs> living the worst lives. Because <laughs> they're the most fun. Woo. <laughs> I mean, no. there's a lot of people like that, like my dad and my brother. Both of them are like fuck doctors, dentists, everything. They don't want to do any of it. See, I don't, I don't actually mind. Like, I mean, I don't like the dentist. Nobody likes the dentist. No, um, I could do no. dentist. Being a dentist is probably the worst job. Honestly. Like, as far as like Dude. having like an, an enjoyable time at. So work. why do dentists always feel the need <laughs> to talk to me? While with I their have, hands yeah, with their hand their down my throat. Like, even when it comes to, like, Uber drivers, don't talk to me. If I'm paying you money, don't talk to me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want you to talk to me. You're cutting my hair, don't say a single goddamn word to me other than oh, how dude, short yeah. do you want it. <laughs> Honestly, that's that's one of the, that's part of the reasons I started just shaving my head. It's because, like, going to the, the barber is always so damn awkward. It's so uncomfortable. They're like trying to make small talk with me, and I'm like, I don't know you. Because I, don't know I enjoy you. small talking like, with people. God, no, I hate it. I mean, it. I do, kind of, but most of, like, the people up here in Dallas are not, it, like, I'm so, I'm like a redneck kid from fucking Big Spring, Texas, dude. I don't, I don't Fair vibe enough. with the people up here very well. They're Fair all, enough. like, soft as baby shit fucking city kids, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> you guys that are the fashion and, like, bullshit. I don't care about any of that. I love it whenever I get like the old Asian dude or the old white lady uh, to cut my hair because like they either don't say a word to me or they talk about cars. Like Asian dudes love talking about cars. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, no, I just I wish it was a, it was uh, acceptable for me to go into a barbershop with just two headphones in. 
And so, Bro. like, it just really Ming. get the point across. Like, do not say anything to me, all right? <laughs> what you ought to do is just go in with a pen and paper, or like just a just a note. I would say, I'm deaf. <laughs> I would I would like this style haircut. I'm mute. Yep, so. I can't say anything. Don't talk to me. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. Right, but then that would be the, <laughs> and hilarious. That would just I would go in there and they'd be like, oh, I know I know sign language, and they would start saying some shit, and I'd be like, uh. Look, I what can speak again. That would be even funnier, dude. You're like, well, this this didn't fucking work. <laughs> but then they feel so awkward about it that they still don't say anything to you. Boom, it works out either way. Hey, yeah, dude. <laughs> Bro, oh, I gotta tell this story real quick. This was a fucking trip. So, we all, you know, uh, just for listeners, whoever wants to listen, um, I went to Uray this past week. With uh, Esteban, Sam, and Noah, and we went to this place called the Wiesbaden, and it's like a German little like spa thing, spa hotel thing. It has an underground uh, cave hot spring under mm. it, and so we were all in there chilling. And uh, Esteban and Sam were out, you know, in the in like the little like chilling lounging room where you can you know leave the hot spring and go like cool down because it's that water is fucking hot, and the room it's oh, a cave, yeah. so you can't breathe in there very well. So you can only really stay in there for like an hour at the longest if you really want to push it. And uh, me and Noah were just leaving because somebody had – it was this one guy who was like ripped who was already in there before us. And then this couple came in after all four of us. And those, the couple was only in there for like a minute or two. They sat down in the water, sat there for like a few seconds, got up and left. And I didn't, you know, I didn't think anything of it. So I came back. And this is like – this isn't even the story I was wanting to tell. This is just like an add-on. <laughs> and these th they leave me and noah come back in and noah's like uh noah follows me in and I, he sees me you know because he sees me walk in and i'm walking up to the water around the little like edge of like the little pool thing they have for the because it's like all built out of rock in there so it's like just carved out and i walk up to the water and i was like what the fuck is that and i was like that's a turd no. I was like, no <laughs> way no fucking way he's like yeah you that fat dude or his wife fucking took a shit in here I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck? And so I was done. So we were walking out. That was that's just the side part of the story. We were walking out of the cave, and this dude, before I went back in, was complaining about his shirt that was supposedly on the towel rack that we had put our towels on. There was no shirt there whenever we fucking came in there. Hmm. And uh so he was bitching about that, and so I went into the cave and then Noah told me about the turd and I walked back and me and him were walking out, and before we could get to the door, he opens it and he says, Did you guys steal my shirt? And we were like, no, nah, there wasn't a shirt there whenever we put our towels down. He's like, it's okay. You probably needed it more than you probably need it more than me. I was like, Aww. we didn't take your fucking dude. He was like adamant we stole his shirt, and I was and I wasn't really having. It. I'm just like, no, we didn't. We didn't. Fuck off. Whatever. Go, go away. Basically, I I didn't want to try and like fight him or anything because that's just a whole thing. He was like, I'm gonna. He's like, I could take you to court for that. And I was like, fucking go for it, dude. I really take don't give a shit. Take me to court for a ten dollar shirt. I was like, I was like, please, please fucking take me to court over your fucking shirt, you retard. Right? <laughs> so Shit had me so legal fees. He, 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 he accused every single person in that place of stealing his shirt. And I'm like, dude, who the fuck take, are you? Like, Take all of us to court, motherfucker. How call fucking, the police. File how a fucking fuck, case. How fucked up in the head do you have to be to get that fucking worked up over a fucking shirt? And then as we're walking out after we got changed and shit, because he yeah, he was uh, he was fucking with the buff dude too, and I was like, man, this guy's gonna get fucking knocked out. <laughs> and he almost uh, Esteban almost fought him. Thank God he didn't, because that would have been a fucking mess. 
<laughs> and uh, like I'm, I'm, you know, I don't know. I don't like go after confrontation. I usually try to avoid it when I can. But I'm not a bitch. Thankfully, the dude didn't push the issue. So he walked away from all of us, and he fucked with a buff dude for a little bit. And the buff dude just told him fuck off and kept walking and ignored him. And so we get changed, and we're walking up the stairs. The motherfucker's sitting up there in the – because, you know, to go upstairs to the actual hotel, like, lobby. And he's sitting in the lobby talking to, the, like, the people because he was in the massage room. And he was, like, telling the people, I want her playing on, on airplane mode and, like – like completely off and bullshit like the dude was like one of those fucking conspiracy theory theorists about like 5g and shit and i'm like ah that explains fucking everything (laughs) he's just a fucking idiot right and kind of on a tangent on 5g uh you know there's like the whole thing about like oh the vaccine is gonna give you 5g and i was like hell yeah Give me that vaccine. <laughs> I want 5G. What do you? <laughs> where's the negative yeah. here? I'm confused. Like, <laughs> Mo, my phone always has full bars because I'm vaccinated and I'm holding my phone. Right. Fuck yeah. yeah. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Give me that 5G. Always, I've always wondered, like, if it would be. It definitely wouldn't be, but if it would be a smart play to for like the government to lean into all the all the conspiracy theories. They're like. Yeah, no, it yeah, it gives you 5G. That's one of the features. <laughs> like they they sell that to you as the feature instead of it being like the like, conspiracy. Yeah, we make 5G and you'll get better cell phone service. Oh, yeah. dude, it's great reverse psychology. Just play into it and be like, oh yeah, yeah, all those conspiracy theories are totally true. And they'll be like, no, they're no, like, they're now not. they're hiding it from us. <laughs> no, there's no way they're fucking true. Because then they all just fucking flip. They're like. That's not because they go from oh this this has to be true to the government said it so it's definitely not true. Right, they just this are playing con- contrarian to everything the government says. Yes, Dude, there's so many people like that. Holy shit! Like, uh, um, some people who are just like really true to one side, and I mean you know it's it's whatever you want to do really right like whatever you believe in personally whatever. But like sometimes like with the political parties. They will literally just say the fucking opposite of each other. And I'm like, yeah. this is so stupid. Like, there's no critical thinking. There's no actual problem solving going on at all in oh, politics. It's all not. just, well, they said that, so we're, we don't like that. Like, right. Killing oh, babies geez. is bad. Oh, killing babies. We're going to kill all the fucking babies. <laughs> it's like, God damn. Yeah. No, babies uh, are dead. It's just, uh. It's just, I think it's just natural for people to really, like, if you see someone as your enemy, then they have to be the exact opposite of everything you are. Like, yeah, you can't, because not... if you agree on any little subject, then that suddenly starts humanizing them. And the... <laughs> Well, it's funny because, like, you'll have the people who support those parties, and they are, like, all fucking for it. Yeah. It's like, one says killing babies is bad, and they're like, and all their followers are like, yeah, we won't kill any babies. And then the other side's like, well, you know. We think it's a personal choice if you want to kill babies, so... And then they're like, yeah, let's kill all the babies. I mean, you know, it depends. <laughs> if if the... When do we get the piece of technology that we can see the baby's future? Or is, like, the baby's name, like, Chad or something? Like, you know? And like I'm, I'm, This isn't supposed to be, like, a metaphor for abortion. I just realized it sounded like that. It sounded like that. <laughs> I'm literally talking about killing, like, alive, already-born babies. Yeah, just taking them by the ankles. Just to, just to make sure that's that's clear. I'm not trying to make a metaphor to anything. So, so we're not, we're not talking... Deep. We're not talking yeetus the fetus. We're talking fucking... Infant uh, <laughs> annihilator. Uh, yeah. Which is actually a band. Something. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a good band too. Pretty, pretty good one. Oh yeah, yeah. something Fucking that rhymes shit. with toddler. That's what I was trying to think of. I was like, what form oh, of toddle the toddle? Toddler tosser. Hey. Toddler terrorizer? Toddler terror. Toddler terror. That just sounds like a toddler. That's propaganda, dude. That's propaganda right there. This is coming from a man that has a toddler. Toddlers are terror. This should be an embodiment of terror. It's fine. That's why I'm just never going to have kids. I don't need my bloodline to go in anyways. I have nothing to contribute. It just blows my mind that some people just don't think for themselves, like, at all. Like, because I can understand how being influenced, but, like, com- like completely, like, your whole life is influenced by, by other people. I'm like, hmm? Yeah, no. Yeah, but it's, it's so like, much easier to, to just listen to other people's ideas than it is to come up with your own. True, actually true. I mean, not for me, though. I'm, you know, I'm, I have a very fucking... Fuck that. Active. That's why we have this podcast, is to just... So we can be the ones that make the ideas. Yes, do what we say. Look into the screen. (laughs) (laughs) That's what what we should just sell ourselves as. uh, Is we're actually government uh, sleeper agents. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Don't say my secret word, please. Uh, Me either. Waffle. So did you mine's, actually, mine's actually razzle dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the old razzle dazzle. Oh fuck! It's like uh, <laughs> I mean, oh, you just you made a Futurama reference, but another Futurama reference is they what is it like Bender the robot? They put an atomic bomb in him, basically, and they're oh, like, yeah, it's voice activated to, talk to the ball. Yeah, yeah, the like bouncy balls, and he's like his voice uh-huh. activated, and it we've at the end they're like we've changed it to a word that you will never say, and so then he just starts listing off all the words that he doesn't <laughs> use, trying to guess it. <laughs> he's like, please. <laughs> that would Thank be you? me if I was a if I was a sleeper agent. Of course, I well, guess you wouldn't that- know that you're a sleeper agent, but he said the word uh, at the end of it too. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I, don't, I think it was like sorry or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry? Boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, well, but speaking of Futurama, are you guys excited for the new season? I didn't even know there was a new season. I don't think yeah. I'm, I'm. Yeah, no. I'm like, who? Futurama's one of those. It's like, it's kind of like Family Guy. Like, I only ever watched it on TV. But I know yeah. a lot of people who've, like, watched all of it on oh, streaming. So that's me. Like every I've, bit of it. That's my, like, my board show. Like, when I just need something running in the background, uh, I I run Futurama in the background. It's uh, such a good show. I used to do, like, YouTube or something, personally. Yeah, either you YouTube, or if I want, like, a show with a storyline, One Punch Man. <laughs> well, no, I've been watching One so Punch good. Man again recently. So that's also a very good Because apparently, good oh, they're working on season three! Ooh, oh, wait. I see so many good seasons coming out. <laughs> I think I've seen it. The last episode I saw was supposed to be the last one where he fought that alien dude. Was that the end of season two? No, that's the end of season one. Ah, oh, damn, so I haven't even seen season two season yet. Season two is on Hulu. Aww. You don't have, you don't have, Hulu. have Hulu. You can borrow my know. Hulu. You don't I'll pay for every streaming service. Hulu. What a plan. I have, like, Funimation, Netflix. We may have Hulu. It's probably on Funimation. Account. 
Yeah, probably. But yeah, Funimation's kind of weird. Yeah, it is. Like it, it, the way they have Funimation laid out in a way, like, um, I don't know if the anime in general is really fucking weird and confusing because like most animes are like a single season, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. What was the point? All, all the all the best ones are a single season, and all the ones that shouldn't be multiple seasons are like 20 seasons and you're like what yeah, the right. fuck they're either or one or two seasons, seasons or yeah, yeah. 3,000 episodes <laughs> like One Piece I yeah. don't understand the fascination with One Piece I it watched like, like 2,500 episodes or something well I watched I watched the first season and I'm like okay it's you know it's it's interesting it's not really my vibe but I can see how people would like this but then I uh, you know like towards the end of the first season I'm like I'm just not i don't care anymore it was kind of like um fairy tale fairy tale was i tried watching and i watched a lot of it and i was like because i I really wanted to like it over it (laughs) i wanted to like so bad because it was i loved the whole like you know storyline and shit like that but fucking i just couldn't do it i don't know what it was well fairy tale just has so much filler in it like i I recently tried to rewatch it and episode nine is a filler episode the ninth episode yeah. in the series. Yep. <laughs> They're already yeah. doing filler. Fairy it's tale so is weird. one of those that I watched every day for like two months straight. And then I skipped a day and then could not get back into it. And that's when I stopped watching it. Yeah, yeah it was. I think the same kind of happened to me. Like it's, the same thing happens to me a lot with a lot of different animes. Like I'll watch them and I'll be binging them, and then I yeah. stop for like a day, and then it's I'm just over it. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't find the but energy to get back into it. One yeah, Punch it's... Man is 100% the anime that I can go back to and watch all the way through, anytime. You know which anime I think is like the most overrated? <laughs> is My Hero Academia. I think it's see, good, and it's I think good. it's good, but I think it's so overrated. Well, see, yeah. my thing with my hero is I think it's a good starter anime. It's a good anime yeah, to give here. to people who don't watch anime but want to get into anime because it it goes pretty easy on a lot of the tropes. Like they're they're still in there, but it's not beat you over the head with them, and it doesn't do it. It does a little bit of the weird, you know, sexualization Answers. of twelve years olds, but. <laughs> Not nearly as bad as some other ones, so it's a good way to ease people into it. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like Naruto. Why? What is with the deal with? It's so hard to find like all of like the Naruto shows because like on Netflix they have the first you know show of them being kids. Yeah. But then all the ones after that are nowhere but, to be found, and I'm like, but I, don't I also know. think that that's like the third one. Like it wasn't even like the first one they came out with. Is it not? I, no, dude, Naruto confuses the absolute Same. shit out of me. Yeah. That? Dragon Ball confuses the fuck yeah, out of me? Yeah, dude, Dragon Ball makes zero sense to me. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's just so hard to, like, figure out, like, where it starts and what you're supposed to be watching. And there's so many overlapping, like, storylines in it. Mm-hmm. That, Wait, that one. whole argument of... Oh well, is it best to watch Star Wars four, five, six, one, two, three, or <laughs> the alternate order of like four, five, two, well, three, six, one? So actually, Brandon, what you <laughs> need to do is you start it out with Rogue One, all right, and then, well, uh, before Jesus I Christ. get started, do you want to include the video the games? Expanded in there? universe, yeah, because if we're going to expand a universe, then you need to 
read the books and then you got to play the Knights of the Old Republic series and then the Knights of the or the Old Republic MMO and then <laughs> you okay, start Rogue the One. <laughs> okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so Rogue One's a a prequel? Rogue One is the story of uh the team that went and stole the Death Star plans. So you know how in I guess I haven't four, seen Rogue One then. Yeah, yeah, it's not that good. Uh but you know how in four <laughs> Leia at the very beginning is being chased by the Empire and she hides her little plan disc in R2 D2? Yeah. She gets those plans <laughs> from the team in Rogue One. Oh yeah. so that's just the story of them. None of them live through it, and so it's kind of a useless story, but it was, you know. <laughs> That's fine. I'll it's take part more. of the part of the lore. Yeah, I'll take more Star Wars content any day. Star <laughs> Wars is one of those that was hard for me to actually like enjoy. Same. Because I'm I'm a guy I don't really or you know person I I don't really like magic oh, that yeah. much. It's not magic. Like just, it's midichlorians. I know it's I know it's not <laughs> magic, but it's so fucking close to it's, being yeah, it's magic. magic that I'm like ah, it's like I that's why I couldn't really get into Harry Potter. Harry Potter was kind of boring for me. Oh really? See, See, I like, like Harry Potter. It's cool, but I, it's just the magic. I, I'm like it's lost. It's not cool to me. Like magic isn't cool to me, so I don't really <laughs> I don't really care about it that much. Oh, I'm all about it. Until I'm playing Skyrim, and then I'm like, oh, hell yeah, magic all day. Because you're super fucking overpowered if you do magic. Or just like, really, anything except for just a warrior. Right? Like, I was that nerdy kid that used to wish he was a wizard, so... (laughs) I'm all about anything that has magic in it. I never liked magic. I always thought it was like, because it's so unrealistic to me. I always liked just regular sword fighting and like uh, stuff like that. Lame. I don't want to be something that other people can be. I want to be a <laughs> wizard. Go, so, going back to animes and Jeremy saying that he was the nerdy kid that wishes he was a wizard. Um, what is the first anime you think you watched? Oh man, that's a hard one. Um, Naruto for me, for sure, Naruto. Man, I don't remember. I've got to fucking Google the name of mine. Uh, I mean, oh, it no, depends. I Do I you consider, like, like we were talking, like, Avatar The Last Airbender as an anime? I think so. Uh, it's an American anime. Yeah, are you saying it's, it's non-American the, anime? Yeah, non-American. Not would be Naruto, because we didn't have internet, so I just, whatever came on TV. It was probably... Uh, Do you remember Code Lyoto? Yeah, that was yeah, sick. I, I think that, that was, was Code American, Lyoto. though, right? I think so. Is it? I don't remember. But if not, that was probably that one. <laughs> Damn, that's so, a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. I, I mm-hmm. mean, I say it was a good one, but I watched it when I was like eight, so it's probably Same. not a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's probably trash <laughs> now, and we're just like, God, it was so good so back good. in the day. Everybody, your just, baby brain. <laughs> just, just, just let it live in nostalgia. Don't revisit it. Oh, that's yeah. what, I mean, I think there's some value to going back and watching old things because even if you like oh that was kind of trash you can still but then it you can still you like hold that... it you know yeah it's like going back and playing old video games though like whenever i tried to go back going back and playing fallout 3 again i was like god this game just controls like ass yeah <laughs> like i already knew that i already know the whole storyline of the fallout 3 and like all of the side quests by heart at this point so it's like going back and playing through it again is such a task yeah it really i'm is. like 
Especially games that are like like mainly story based. Yeah, but I can also I also like can go back into games and even though they control terribly and look terribly, there's parts of it that I can appreciate better because I you know just have a little more understanding of them. True. There's been a lot of games that I've just run through. Like I want to go back and play um, Fable. Oh, man. Fable's so That's good. These games Fable are so was good. probably like. <clears throat> Fable was probably my favorite um, out of all of the series. I think Fable or Fable 2. They supposed to be making a new Fable? There was the... Because they, they got away from like the whole style of the original Fable. Because I remember they started coming out with like the um, VR version of Fable. And I was like, God, fuck you. I don't want a VR Fable game. Because <laughs> I liked it. I, I really liked the whole like you could be evil or good. And that's why I really like Fallout so much. I like having that mm-hmm. choice. So yeah. whenever games start taking the that away, like Fallout 4, I'm like, God damn it, stop. Stop taking yeah. choices away from the player. <laughs> yeah, the, Fallout 4 was pretty bad about a lot, especially with like the dialogue options. Yeah, well, they, were, they, were, they were just yes, yes, but with some sass, no, and then like a persuasion check. <laughs> so, yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, I, it, and I hate games that do that. It's like, here's the good option. If you want to play the good character, here's the bad option. You know, it's not actual dialogue lines yeah. that you yeah. can read through. See, I'm trying to think of what game... Uh, y'all, talking, y'all talking about old nostalgic games. God damn it. Now Friends I want to go play... Out. RuneScape. No, not RuneScape. Uh, no, I'm just fucking with you. Yes. <laughs> I've only ever played but that. I don't want to fucking... I don't want to set up the whole fucking emulation system again. Yeah, it's a pain nice. in the ass. Dude, I remember I tried playing Fallout 3 on PC before they fixed it, and oh, oh my god, oh, no. it was so fucking bad. So it was bad. unplayable. I couldn't even play it. I was like, what the fuck? Because yep. apparently you couldn't play it on like Windows 8 or Windows 10 or something for mm-hmm. the longest time, and oh man, it got me so heated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was another game that did that where it just wouldn't boot on like the new OS. And but they still let you buy it and all that shit. And I was like, "What? Well, just t- take it down till you figure it out." God damn it! <laughs> right? No, that's not how you make money. <laughs> I mean, you're right, but that's how you lose money in the long run. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, you got to think like a shareholder. All right. Yeah. Uh well, that's kind of like uh one of one of my arguments against people are like, oh, the the, the big pharmaceuticals, they just did it for the money. Like, yeah, they are." But you know the best yep. way to make money? Have a good, respectable, and you know successful product. <laughs> well, that doesn't that doesn't really work in the pharmaceutical industry, does it? Because if you're if your product, if somebody has to have your product to survive, it can be dog shit, but they still and expensive, but they still have to buy it because if they don't, they'll die. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess so, but I, I'm and more they put, speaking. They put patents on their fucking shit too. Like, yeah, technically, really? you're not supposed to be able to put patents on anything that's been funded in any way by the government or something like that, yeah. or that's a law they're trying to put in place. Um, because a lot of pharmaceutical companies have been doing that. They've been creating this medicine with government assistance and then patenting it. And it's like, how the fuck is that fair? <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. You're right, but I, I'm more arguing against people who are like, oh, they're they're making... Uh, a vaccine so that it will kill you. And I'm like, if it kills their customers, then they won't make money off of it. (laughs) Like, you can't argue they're money-hungry and then argue that they're gonna do shit that will not make them any money. Yeah. 
if anything, for me, it's like uh, they're trying to see who's uh, if we want to get conspiratorial over it. They're trying to see who's uh, going to be compliant and who's not. Oh, I'm all about compliancy. All right. Whatever you tell me, I'll do it. Let's go. <laughs> Whatever you want to stab me with, stab me. Put it in me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, I never shared my anime. Oh, sorry, uh, Brandon. What was your anime? <laughs> I, it was this fucking weird anime called Zoids. Zoids? Where Zoid or Zords? One of the two. What's with you and all the off the wall shit, Brandon? I don't know. I'm feeling it. The fact that feeling two of us I'm, grew up in the same exact like, I am town completely <laughs> pointless. Well, what how is the this, hell you're? What is this anime? Trying yeah, to, what's trying Zoids? To so, uh, there's this guy. I don't remember what his name is, but he actually. It's really weird because I went back and watched like part of, part of the first season again, um, but basically there's these giant mechs. But they're animals, but you pilot them. It was super cool. So it's and, like, uh, so Transformers where they have all the dinosaurs? No. Prime? Megazoid or something? Megazoid? I don't know. Megazoid. Like but anyways, continue. Yeah, yeah but I, because Jeremy said that he, like, always wished he was a wizard or whatever. I, and I wished I had one of those fucking. Max. Oh yeah, I always wished I was a ninja. So <laughs> yeah. to be fair, as them little kid things. Yeah, dude. Being a ninja would be dank as fuck. That'd be super cool. I'd love to be a fucking but ninja. I'm being off the wall because Jeremy made me all self conscious about not having topics, and I'm really feeling yeah, completely good. pointless tonight. Good. So, oh no no. Not not the off the wall like tonight. Just oh. you in your life have you just you you're the shit that you've done and watched is so off the wall in comparison to what I've done and watched. And we grew up in the same town. <laughs> I don't understand how what? your experience is so much different. <laughs> it's, oh, it's gonna be uh, uh I could say something real mean. <laughs> Do it. Well, I imagine it's because fight, I didn't have fight, internet, fight. so I didn't get to like expo- experience the culture and shit. So. I, that, I mean, that's part of it, but I was going to say, because my parents are still together. <laughs> Got him roasted. <laughs> no, that doesn't bother me. No, I knew. I know it doesn't bother you. That's why I said it. Yeah, no. My parents... Uh, my parents How's your parents being together being you watched anime? I don't I don't see how that correlates. <laughs> His parents being together made him weird, alright? <laughs> made him a weeb. He, he didn't have that childhood trauma to build his character, you know? I, mean, I feel like childhood <laughs> trauma would make you watch more anime. <laughs> oh, is that a shot at the weebs, dude? Yes. <laughs> That's a shot at myself, <laughs> so... <laughs> He's trauma, childhood trauma equals weeb. Exactly. Or furry. Or both. Uh, well, I got the weeb portion of it, but not the furry Same. portion of it. Same. Thank God. <laughs> they all no, but, but I remember that anime because I we went to Jason's all the time, and I just picked up a random DVD one day, and it was that one. Oh yeah, I never really picked up anything from Jason's. I was it was always just snow cones, dude. Yeah, Jason's fun great. shop was fucking sick. Mm-hmm. I went into the back section uh, 
a little while back, and yeah, oh, did you? about what That's I expected. Porn? Yeah, yep. basically just like porn, old like porn, like DVDs and magazines and shit. I'm like, oh, cool. That's one of those <laughs> things that confuses me. Of someone like buying a whole porn movie, like like a two hour long porn movie. <laughs> That's why you rent the porn movie. I guess, but oh, even still, true. just like who lasts that long? <laughs> Damn it. It's not. It's not a lasting long. It's how many times in a row. I mean, like once, and then I have to cry for thirty minutes, and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. rebound game too weak. <laughs> it's, that, it's that shameful wank. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jesus. Don't look at me. <laughs> hey, Jesus, Still looking at me. Jesus is a perv. All right, everyone knows. Oh, he always watches, dude. <laughs> Jesus like Santa, cut. dude. That old dude. You just watches everybody do everything. No, he no. Santa only watches kids. Oh, oh god. No. So he's, he's worse. worse. He's also a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesus when you're is sleeping. a cuck and Santa is a pedophile. pedophile. Got yep. it. I mean, it makes sense. I guess. I really think about it. Well, <laughs> them, them are the hot takes for the week. Uh, there you go, dude. That's so, the that's the completely pointless hot take. That's the list, <laughs> let us get canceled takes. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> right, well, on those spicy yeah. takes, we're we're at two hours, boys. Is there anything else we already? Yeah, anything else y'all yeah. wanted to talk about? Or uh, I kind of want to talk about legalization of marijuana a little bit since I just came back from Colorado and okay. it was a dank. I mean, I'm so good. I mean, we were up in Colorado, and I mean, you know, I'm, I'm like. 20-something, and all the people who went with me were 20-something, so, you know, no no pre-existing conditions, nothing like that, nothing crazy. And we all went up there, and we were high pretty much every day. Not the whole day, it was just like, at the end of the day, you know, we'd get to the hotel room, and since it's legal, we're trying to enjoy it for the time being. And <clears throat> I have zero negative side effects from a week straight of smoking daily. Yeah. Like, none whatsoever. I don't, I don't feel like... Any kind of mental damage, nothing crazy like that. Because I'm not a regular smoker by any means in general, but being there, it was every day for a week straight. So it's like I was kind of using it as as a self-experiment to see, you know, if there was any short-term memory loss, any kind of like, because, you know, they always talk about side effects of smoking it and it's a schedule one drug and shit like that. Yeah. And even if they don't legalize it, like like nationally, I wish they would just like take it down from being a Schedule One. Yeah, well, that's because it's one of those so things. not a Schedule One drug. Yeah, well, that's why I've never understood how people are so adamant against marijuana, but they're perfectly okay with alcohol and tobacco. Right? Which alcohol is, is so, so much worse for you. for you. It's so bad for yeah. you. There's no positive effects from either of those. None. Oh. <laughs> and you. And I've, isn't it uh, marijuana that helps with, like, uh, Parkinson's? Yeah, or, it helps, like, with muscle relaxation. And it helps yeah. with a lot of stuff. So much shit. And the government's just like, no. And you're like, why? Because it's bad. Prove it. Well, you see, well, nobody can really do any research <laughs> on it because it's still federally illegal. And I'm like, this is all just horse shit. You're just like, blowing bro, y'all were giving right homeless people LSD in the 70s, all right? Give some people <laughs> some weed and... <laughs> Coca-Cola <laughs> literally had cocaine in it. Like, <laughs> so confused about who's making these decisions. Yeah, the Christians. Because logically, logically, <laughs> it makes zero sense. Yeah. Well, so I mean, go back to the the fucking prohibition. 
Yeah, it's all it's all lobbyists. It's all lobbyists and fucking political parties trying to get voters. Yeah, basically what it is. It was one of those things that it was illegal. Well, the sugar. I think wasn't it the sugar industry or something? Or not not the sugar industry, but wasn't the alcohol industry like at war with some? Like in a way, like. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Go ahead, Brandon. You, you, <laughs> I'm, I just got myself lost. <laughs> well, I mean, it was just one of those things. They made it federally illegal to make and sell alcohol. So you had uh, people... I mean, of course, you had people illegally making it, selling it, distributing it. So it, it over time, like they eventually got to the point, it's like, well we can make a lot of money off of this because we'll tax the fuck out of it and fuck it. And so I think that weed's going to go that same direction. Like, it's already going that direction. There's oh, why is it taking it so long? I mean, yeah. they started the process, what, 10 years ago? Yeah. The prohibition lasted like 40 years or something. <laughs> so marijuana's been illegal time. for like ever. I, mean, I think we've had enough time, you know? Like, I think everybody and their dogs knows now that marijuana is not deadly. Like, you cannot die from marijuana directly unless you have some kind of pre-exi- pre-existing condition or you just, like, inhale the plant. <laughs> like, without, like, <laughs> you know, not the smoke. You're just shoving the fucking plant down your lungs. Yeah. I don't know. Now, it- just imagining somebody, like, taking a blunt <laughs> and just, like, snipping it. <laughs> And just sucking real hard on it. Yeah, just <laughs> sucking like the plant like yeah. through the filter and everything yeah. right into their damn lungs. <laughs> like, you have to be really special to die from marijuana though. Like it's very difficult to die from it directly. Yeah, yeah and, and I mean on the flip, alcohol kills so many people every single year. I mean, and plus you have all these people incarcerated for marijuana. It's like but they it's a victimless crime. Like nobody died, nobody had any issues. I don't understand why we're wasting all this money on, on this this drug. Yeah, Whenever I mean, we could be making money off of it. You dumbasses, tax it. You like the taxes? Uh huh. They already it, do tax it. I mean, it definitely is one of those issues of, like, can they do the same level of test for? weed as they can for alcohol so like yeah they've been developing can they breathalyze you for weed they've been developing some kind of technology for that i don't know the exact details on it but it's something i saw i think until then we can't legalize it because then if you get pulled over under the influence of weed like yes it's not Oh, it's, you can definitely be high enough to where it's dangerous to drive yeah oh you can it's, definitely be it impairs your abilities so yes they have to have some way to be able to indicate that yes, they have consumed a certain amount. It's over the limit that we provide or whatever. Uh, so it's unsafe for them to drive the same sense, as alcohol yeah. because alcohol, there's a certain percentage that they dictated. It's unsafe to drive at this level. So it's they like have to have that something like so. that. But they have to have some sort of accountability of, well, if we legalize it, 100% legalize it right now, there's no way we can test on spot how much they've had in the last X amount of time. 
to test how inebriated they are. Rude. So I think until we get to the point of a rapid dose testing for marijuana, we can't legalize it fully. Just full recreational legalization. Because I then... Think they came out with something uh, relatively recently that was able to do that. Because I know Colorado is... And all the other states that have legalized it are trying, you know, to figure that out. And But so far, whenever I was driving in Colorado, I didn't notice anybody. For the most part, I didn't notice anybody that was, like, super fucking high during the day. It doesn't seem like that's what most people around there use it for. Yeah. Most people are, and like, I mean, you know, end of the day, kind of chill out, like, drinking. You know, <laughs> the vast majority of people are just going to... And, and like, that's the vast majority, yes, but there's those people that... Get oh, yeah. I'm, I'm and just then saying, drive you know, home. It's one of those things we definitely need to have some kind of way to do like a breathalyzer for uh, marijuana, but um, that it seems like that technology is being developed. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely it definitely needs it, but I also I just think it would be so much better because I know I probably would drink a whole lot less if, <laughs> if I if had, you could just go smoke. Yeah, if I could just go smoke and then be calm for once in my goddamn life and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I can say the whole time I was up there, the only time I drank was whenever we went to eat. So I was completely sober off alcohol for the most part. I'd, I would have like a drink or two at, at, at the bar, at the restaurant we went to. And so. I don't know. I think it'd be good. But yeah, I, I do think we need a way to test for it. For sure. But. You know, that's for people a lot smarter than me. <laughs> Same. All right, boys, oh, cool. any closing remarks? Uh, Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. <laughs> Unless it's legal. And then yep. you're good. Unless it's legal. They do all of the drugs. Do as many drugs. If it's legal, you're of age, Brandon. Come on. Otherwise, it's illegal. Everything's fine as long as it's, uh, you know... um. In moderation. Nope, so. do it all. Do all of it. <laughs> you want to do meth? Just make sure you don't do it too often. <laughs> yeah, like, once. <laughs> Never. <laughs> you haven't seen those dare commercials? Meth. Not even, Not even once. once. Yeah, no. <laughs> Fucking dare, man. <laughs> the only thing I remember from dare is being like, Man, those kids that are smoking in that video look cool as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the the comedic irony of our generation of uh, guys wearing dare shirts just blazed out of their mind. Right. <laughs> Man, I love I love people. They're great. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, on that note, guys, uh, I hope y'all enjoyed our fifth episode. And hopefully we'll be able to get our next one up next Sunday. Yes. Oh, yeah. Should be able to. I'll talk to you guys later. Everyone have a great week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.